0: I know a that's going to be a big part of an upcoming card is this, this man. What was that? Macho man Randy Savage.
1: It been so fast you can't even talk about it. Lucky person. To go somewhere going a silver cloud. What a lucky, lucky, lucky person. And you Tito Santana, guests. if you hmm. go to the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship out with the macho man Randy Savage and escape with your life, and still lose your belt, you are a lucky, lucky, lucky Tito. Yeah, that's what they're going to be calling you. Because comparatively speaking to the macho man, Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Nothing but garbage, Guyana. And I'm talking inevitable. And I'm talking you can't hold that belt with me climbing through the ropes. Gene Okerlund right here is a crying towel. And I want you to give that to Tito Santana. Yeah, because things are just popping right now. Things are starting to cultivate. Things are starting to grow. I, I, things are getting real colorful. You're listening, listening to like the silver cloud, Rolls Royce. I, I'm very Top serious. Top the line.
0: Wait a minute. Randy. His very first move is the executive... Was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crap? Hey, bro, you listening to the Sports Desk? Hey, this reduced lunch sports man. Come on, now.
1: New Sports Desk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sports Desk. I'm your guy, one of your favorite sportsologists, back for another episode. Dedrick L. Hicks Jr.
0: ready and always willing and able to give it to you raw and uncut. And it's your man, Black. We back in the building for another episode. One of your favorite sportsologists, ologists. In the building,
2: yes, sir, yes, sir. We are back for a loaded episode loaded and impactful episode. We're going all over the place, man. We're taking trips all around the sports world, talking a little bit of wrestling today, talking some WWE, excuse me, talking some NFL, talking some NBA, uh, just a lot of different things that we're going to be discussing. So, you guys hanging there with us as we deliver you another episode, okay? Um, a lot going on in the NBA, some things are. Happening right now, some things are happening right now. We got some players opting out of deals, but before we get into that, man, we just want to open up the show, man, with a little icebreaker, man. So, uh, the rattlesnake stone cold Steve Austin was on a podcast as we got, but I can't remember which one it was, but I caught the clip. On, on Twitter that he was on And they asked him You know Stone Cold You know you're one of, you're one of the greats We consider you one of the GOATs of all time We want to know who are your GOATs Who is your Mount Rushmore Mount Rushmore favorite wrestlers Greatest wrestlers of all time He was asked to give four But he couldn't give four black He could not give four He only gave two He said the nature boy Ric Flair And Hulk Hogan, hands down, on his Mount Rushmore. And then he'll let everybody else pick the other two. It really doesn't matter to him. Mm. So we got to thinking, hmm, who is on our Mount Rushmore of wrestlers of all time? Me and Black have lived through a couple of uh, eras in wrestling uh, over our lifetime. So um, I'm interested to hear what Black has to say. Uh, for his Mount Rushmore, then you know I'll deliver mine. So like, who you got on your Mount Rushmore of wrestling, my boy?
0: Oh, uh, of course you have to put the the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, on there, and I agree with Hulk Hogan as well. Uh, and the other the other two for me is um the Undertaker, and then I put um, Stone Cold Steve Austin on there. I just feel like those guys man were <laughs> their impact on wrestling it was just huge through the years of us watching wrestling everybody had their time but like uh Hulk Hogan, Undertaker, Rick Flair and Stone Cold these guys like impacted impacted wrestling in in big ways so that's why we will put those four guys on my Mount Rushmore.
2: Yeah, I, my list consists, consists consists of the impact Uh, That these four guys done These guys are not Are not my favorites Of all time Mm -hmm. It's just my Mount Rushmore Because I understand What they did Kind of like you just Broke down I understand Wholeheartedly You know what they Brought to wrestling So number one of course Is Hulk Hogan If you don't have Hulk Hogan in your Mount Rushmore We can't even talk wrestling Sure can't We can't We can't We can't (laughs) talk about it Like you could be A savant encyclopedia Of wrestling But if you don't have Hulk Hogan there You can't talk to me Mm -hmm. You gotta go find Somebody else to talk about Number two of course Ric Flair (laughs) Of course. The you nature know, boy. The nature boy. Wheeling and dealing and jet flying, kiss stealing, son of a gun. <laughs> you know, you hear this man's drops all throughout our shows, man. We pay homage to Rick Flair all the time. Uh, the number three, I'm going to say Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the reason I said Austin, it was a tipping point with wrestling, man, with that Attitude Era kicking off. And even though D-Generation X kicked off the movement, Stone Cold Steve Austin Took it to a level Mm -hmm. that you couldn't even imagine He dug the WWE investment man from the grave From WCW WWE was dying Mm -hmm. You had Shawn Michaels You had Bret Hart You had a plethora of talent in WWE But they were dying But Stone Cold Steve Austin's rise to fame Just catapulted the WWE To be the victor of the Monday Night Wars Against WCW So Stone Cold's gotta be on that list And then look The greatest character of all time, like period, whatever generation, just the greatest character is the Undertaker. (laughs) (laughs) When you go back throughout the years, you got Rock, you got Shawn Michaels, you got my. And I was very tempted to put Macho Man, but I had to keep it real. Macho Man was transcendent. He was. He was flashy. He was the, (laughs) this is what I like to call it. He was the hood version of Ric Flair. Mm, The Macho Man Randy Savage And I mean that in no disrespect Mm -hmm. Like he was just flamboyant Beyond his uh, Before his time I think Macho Man was really before his time Mm -hmm. And that's why he was able to be a legend for so long But I had to keep it real The the Undertaker was around 30 plus years man This man never took a back seat He had the streak he had the entrance, the music. He had the the outfits. He had the moments. He had so much totaled into his career. It's hard not to even possibly say that he might not be the goat mm. if you look at just his career. But that's just Mount Rushmore, man. I think you had the same, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah.
0: Hogan, Flair, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and the Undertaker. And 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 I when we was talking about this, the uh, prepare for the show. I got to thinking out of all four of those, out of all four of them on Mount Rushmore, Ric Flair is still evident in sports, basketball, yeah, culturally, yeah, football, culturally, hip hop, yeah. Like Ric Flair, out of all four, you see him everywhere, people imitating him yeah. or how he used to carry himself, the yeah. talk, the yeah. walk, culture, culturally, Ric Flair is. Impact on just everything D is bigger than any four of them because today he's still a mm. relevant big. You see more more people when they hear Rick Flair. Oh, boom! You, you gonna see it. You see it in rap. People use it in rap all the time about Rick Flair. All the time. You see it in sports. You see high school kids using Rick Flair's "Give Me Two Claps" and a woo. <laughs> you know you see it, man. This and, it, and it's just crazy how Rick Flair when he started out in today being the being not even a wrestler. It's still relevant, so that lets you know his his him being around Mount Rushmore is very very impactful. Yeah, well
2: said, Black. I mean, he he's culturally had the biggest impact mm-hmm. outside of wrestling. Stone Cold may have got might have got the fame, Hogan might have got the fame, but when you look at who how how much Ric Flair touched. So many different avenues in the world, and you mentioned them all. I mean, no one else has ever been able to do that. They haven't. You know, Hogan put wrestling on the map. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. Stone Cold Steve Austin brought it to a new high. But he had company with him. He had Rock with him. He had Undertaker with him. He had Triple H with him. Mm-hmm. They were the modern-day rock stars. You know, especially in our day, man, when we were watching in the heat of wrestling, these guys were rock stars. They was real-life yes, Motley Crue, uh, Motorhead. They was real AC, DC. That's who they were. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They were Jay-Z. They were Tupac. They were Biggie to yeah. us. That's who they were. So, you know, all four of these guys just had their hand. But I rest on the fact that if you look at a career, a career, the Undertaker could have the best career, career out yeah. of all of them mm-hmm. just in the wrestling world. I agree, I agree. But all four of them had their hands in this pot that made this global phenomenon of wrestling is what it is today. Is what it is today So Stone Cold man It was great to him I I got a chance to listen to half the podcast And Stone Cold's had a lot of coverage um, Throughout this year They had the A&E documentary on him Mm -hmm. Um, He got a uh, Broken Skull podcast Which I enjoy If you haven't watched And listened to a Broken Skull podcast From Stone Cold Wrestling Lovers Go check him out he got Bret Hart on there, Hogan on there, uh, uh, Kevin Nash is on there, um, Rick Flair, he's Undertaker, just so many different people sharing these great stories that we
0: never hear. Yeah, don't forget about his TV show as well on At, USA. On oh, USA Network. Well, he used current wrestlers on yeah. his new show, yeah. you know, so, so he's that's great. a pretty good show that he's he great. has going on too. Yeah, so shout out to
2: the Rattlesnake, go ahead. And then
0: you see him dabbling, you know, he he's a... Uh, Motivational speaker. You see NFL teams use him a lot. Reach out, You know, reach out and use him a lot. So Stone Cold, he's another one that's doing very big things. Outside of you know after his wrestling career as well
2: Yeah for sure for sure So shout out to the Rattlesnake man Stone Cold Steve Austin You know he just kind of made me go down memory lane When I was listening to him talk And he was asked the question of just who is the Mount Rushmore And remember it's not who we are saying Is our favorite wrestlers of all time Because Shawn Michaels and The Rock And (laughs) Macho Man will be in, in my list But these are Mount Rushmore Impact that you just cannot deny And I think me and Black We got it on the head If anybody else Think we missed anybody Or there might be Somebody else that we tripping Please let us know Please let us know Remember Impact Not your favorite Impact Impact We want to know Who's your impact On your Mount Mount Rushmore Okay All right, man So we're going to go ahead And go down the dock And like I said We got a lot of different things To talk about today So Black We're going to get into Our tweet of the week man And you know what man I was uh I was turning the corner on Giannis Antetokounmpo, man. I was turning the corner on Giannis. I was a big fan of his story. I was a big fan of just what the, you know, the books were able to do—the championship win—and then, Black, I was suddenly reminded on just why Giannis gets on my nerves. Okay, now Giannis is back in Greece. He's doing a world tour with Nike. Him and his brothers. The championship trophy is out there. They're back in Greece, and that's where he goes in the offseason. He goes home. But Giannis Antetokounmpo had an interview over the weekend And he was asked, you know, just how he feels about the NBA And where he is in the NBA And how he's viewed in the NBA And Giannis had these quotes to say And then we're going to talk about them, Black Giannis goes, and I quote I don't care about being the face of the NBA KD or James Harden can be I want to be with my kids and my family And I want to win and enjoy the game I want to be Giannis the hard worker "Quote unquote" from Giannis onto the couple, uh, OJ by Young Jeezy. Fabulous Because I swear to God, this is one of the greatest records of all time. Go ahead and check that out on iTunes. All right, Black. So, if you don't mind, I'm gonna start, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm aggravating. I would love to hear what you have to say after this. So, I'm gonna go back to the quotes from Giannis. Okay, number one. Okay, this is Giannis' time. He's the guy. He's earned the right. Me and you and a lot of people outside in the sports world have given him the title. Mm-hmm. As being the best basketball player in the world Why? Because he earned it mm-hmm. He forced it out of our hands And he took it from us We can't sit here and say LeBron James, Kevin Durant We can't sit here and say that these guys are that are the number one guy in the league right now Because they're not The number one guy is Giannis Antetokounmpo Rightfully so, back-to-back MVP Defensive Player of the Year Finals MVP And by God, hella five moments in the NBA Finals to state his claim mm-hmm. But this is the stuff that I don't like from Giannis who doesn't want to spend time with their family and their kids? You don't think LeBron James is not a family man and wants to spend time with his his kids and his family? Of course he does. we just seen LeBron James stiff on the hell out of somebody out of Usher concert trying to run up on him in Savannah. Kevin Durant. I don't know if Kevin Durant has a significant other, or I don't think KD has any kids, but I know KD loves his mother. He loves his brother. He loves all the people around him. You don't think KD's invested into being a family man and, and, and doing the things he's doing? I mean, Steph Curry, by God, we know Steph Curry, whole family. Shout out to Aisha Curry and the kids. Mm-hmm. We know what kind of family man Steph Curry is. So for Giannis to come out and try to lowball, this is how I feel. You kind of lowball and try to change the narrative of other players. You particularly name Kevin Durant and James Harden. Why? Now, from what I can tell, KD and Giannis ain't never had no beef. Now, I know Giannis and uh, Harden have had beef. I know that for a fact. Going back to last year's All-Star when it kind of rolled out. Let's just call it what it is. Giannis ain't a fan of how Harden plays basketball. And James Harden responded saying, said, hey, man, it'd be easier for me, too, if I could just run up and down and dunk and flex my muscles on the court. Mm-hmm. You know, so we understand there's beef there. And then he goes on to say, I just want to work hard and I just want to enjoy the game. So, the problem, ultimately, what I have with these comments is him trying to downplay other superstar uh, NBA basketball players for being something that he's saying that, you know, basically, he's not into. Well, I think that's a lie. Endorsements, correct? hmm The Giannis Freak 3 just came out, correct? hmm T-shirts, shorts, correct? Uh, commercials correct mm-hmm. We see him with the JBL headphones Uh, with, on, on the commercial We see all I mean Giannis is being very very lucrative You know with his superstar uh, uh, uh Portfolio that he's earned Correct mm-hmm. Just like LeBron Just like Seth Curry Just like Kevin Durant James Harden So on and so forth If he's going to talk about basketball Cool Giannis you ain't the hardest worker in the room There are other hard workers too They have rings too these guys are sharing in the same light as you. Why minimize a personal shot at these guys? That's how I feel. I feel if Kevin Durant, we know KD's sensitive, but when Kevin Durant probably woke up and read this morning, he probably like, "What the hell that come from?" <laughs> I already know how James Harden feel. James Harden probably cussed him left and right because I already know you. I not know him like him at all. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, black. Do you feel like I'm tripping? Do you feel like I'm kind of looking at it too crazy? Or is Giannis just trying to set a tone for himself and separate himself from LeBron and Steph and the other guys?
0: Uh, D, I actually, I don't know. Like, I, when I seen the comments, I was kind of like, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's hard to say that you you don't. Okay, you're saying that you don't want to be the face of the league, but, brother, you're on the way of being that. You know, look at look at everything you just accomplished over the last, what, three years or well, four years, yeah. if you want to say that. Look what you accomplished, like. I don't understand where he's trying to kind of separate himself from the other... My thing is I don't understand why he's trying to separate himself from the other superstars. In that way. In the, in, in the NBA, like, everything... You, but what, the things that you're saying to separate yourself is, is kind of what you're saying, that these guys do the same thing as well. They want to be... They, what you said, they want to be with their families. They want to spend time, but... I guess you want to take the backseat of being a superstar and sit in the back and just win championships and, oh, just be old born Giannis, I guess. You don't want to be in a spotlight, but you're going to be in a spotlight. You play in, the, you play in the NBA. You just played on the biggest stage, one of the biggest stages in sports in the NBA finals. You just, you just changed the narrative on everybody, you know, saying what you were to you becoming the best player in the world so far, or the best player in the league, whatever you want to say, however you want to say it. But for my thing, my thing with the whole thing is you saying about being the best player in the world. No, sir, you are that when you been, when you win, when you win multiple MVPs, defensive player of the year, finals, MVP, a championship. Sir, you have earned that right, regardless if you want it or not, regardless if you want it or not. Now you trying to put the, the, the state's claim on other players, Giannis, come on, man. We already know these players are great, so of course they, of course they're going to accept it. We see it every year from from James Harden and Kevin Durant. We, they want it. They want to be the best. They want to be the faces of the league or the top players in the league. But my question is, why don't you want to be that? out of everything that you accomplished in this league, you've you accomplished almost everything majorly in NBA history that you can accomplish. In a matter of four years I think
2: Giannis is a genuine guy I do I think Giannis is genuine I'm not dissing Giannis But the, his comments would have been perfectly fine If he didn't mention Harden or no KD Yeah
0: And I think and, and and Honestly bro I understand that he named Giannis I mean I, he named KD and Harden But I just think it's something I, I, I really believe it's just Giannis He don't want to He don't want to be seen in the same light with those yeah I agree guys. I
2: agree I agree He want to take agree. the backseat
0: seat And not I have agree. all the attention And just go and this and that But It don't work that way It doesn't work that way That's why I'm coming with it Yeah it, it don't, don't work, work that, that way, way. Right hey, My thing wasn't about him Saying their name Right My thing is bro You can't you, You're not able to Take a back seat Look at what you just done Yeah What What would we think of LeBron James If he said oh man I just want to work And not be in the spot It wouldn't yeah, sit like, well What it,
2: it wouldn't sit well It wouldn't sit it well It wouldn't sit well. sit
0: well So you can't accomplish Everything you accomplish and then want to take the back seat? No, sir. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, I think. Go ahead. No, you could. No,
2: I just think. I just think that he purposely tried to divert the attention away from him, and I'm not cool with that. I'm yeah. not, I'm, not, I'm not cool with that. Don't purposely try to divert the attention off of you in that way by trying to shed negative light on other players. Mm-hmm. Don't try to do that. Like that's that's unnecessary. So Giannis, I have w- always been on the fence with Giannis, always, mm-hmm. because I, I I respect the grind, the hustle, the effort that he gives. I do. I, when I see it, you, it's just undeniable. But just when he does stuff like this, man, it just kind of rubs me the wrong way. It kind of makes it makes it hard to kind of root for the guy. You know what I mean, it just just, just does, it just does So I just wanted to get your take on that, man And see how you really felt about those comments from uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo Alright, Black, we're going to get into our star of cut Like I told you, man, I'm going to be switching it up on you, man I'm really, really interested to see how you're going to go about this one, my boy
3: Hey,
0: bro, you're listening to the Sports Desk. down.
2: All right, Black, let's go ahead and get into our Star Bencher cut for the week. And this is a different take, all right? So this week is going to be Star 3, Cut 2, all right? We're transitioning into the National Football League. So... We're going to be talking about the NFL Madden rankings in just a little while, but I just want to go ahead and uh kind of, kind of uh, get the wheel spinning a little bit at the wide receiver position for you, Black. So we're going to start three. We're going to cut two. You ready, my boy? Up first, from the Arizona Cardinals, you have DeAndre Hopkins, all right? At number two, from the Green Bay Packers, you have Devontae Adams. At number three, from the Tennessee Titans, you have Julio Jones. Julio Jones. At number four from the New Orleans Saints, you have Michael Thomas. And at number five, you have from the Kansas City Chiefs, Tyreek Hill. All right, my boy? Mm. So you are
0: going to start three and you are going to <clears throat> cut two. Oh, man. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to start Devontae Adams... I'm going to start DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm going to uh, Mm. Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) D, I'm going to start Tyreek Hill. Okay. I'm going to start Tyreek Hill. Okay. And I'm going to cut Julio and Mike Thomas. Okay. Okay. Um I'm going
2: to start Devontae Adams as well. I'm going to start DeAndre Hopkins as well. And, man, I went back and forth, man, between Tyreek and Julio, man. <laughs> I went back and forth between Tyreek and Julio. But you know what, man? I'm going to start Julio Jones, man. Okay. I'm going to start Julio Jones, Still man. are right with your boy. I'm going to start Julio Jones. I'm going to start Julio. And it burns me to cut Tyreek and uh, cut Michael Thomas. But they got the goat. Okay. They got to go. All they right. got to go. So, uh, NFL is getting ready. Uh, well, it's underway. Training camps are underway, all right? So, you going, we're going to be getting back into the football talk, the NFL talk, the college football talk. Matter of fact, we're going to be trying to call in Rashad Robinson, our NFL Jacksonville Jaguar correspondent, in just a little while to have some conversations uh, about uh, the Madden rankings, all right? The 99 clubs and everything that's taking place uh, that way. All right, Black, before we get going, man, we're going to sh- keep showing uh, the wrestling world so love, man. We're going to get into our top five, all right?
1: Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? New sports What did you do in camp? It's time. One second.
2: All right, Black. Let's get into it. Now, this is a fun one. Black had brought this up about a week or two ago, man. I said, man, we got to keep that in the tuck and roll this one out, man. So this could be a two parter. All right. But we're going to start with our top five all time entrances. Interests is that's that's the song that's the the wrestler when they come out the 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 pop they, they get everything everything in this all right black go ahead and kick it off give me your top five wrestling interests of all time
0: all right number five man indeed this one gets me out my seat when every time I hear it man okay oh you didn't know <laughs> you better call, call somebody. somebody yeah yeah your yeah the New Age Outlaws at number five at number four how can it be denied degeneration next man just the whole thing the Black and green with the X. The music man when it when the it, when it yeah when it when it hits man it's just crazy. They have the generation X, so I got them at number four. At number three I got Stone Cold Steve Austin. I got the glass shattering man. Yeah man, the glass shatter. Uh, uh it just gives you chills when you hear it. Yeah, when, we, man. When, when, when me and D was kids and coming up watching wrestling, they hit that glass crack, but we already knew something spectacular was finna happen. Yeah man. And then at number two, the dead man, the Undertaker man. It just when I was a kid, I could I remember being scared of, to see Undertaker come down, and the music just <laughs> just had uh uh dead. It just it the music just did chilling, bro. It just give you very yes chilling, very chilling, very chilling music. And then at number one, my favorite of all time. This guy will always be number one ring entrance for me the ultimate warrior. The crazy <laughs> guitars come on and he coming down the ring crazy, energetic. I just love yeah, everything yeah. about the ultimate warrior. Energy, energy. Just energy, energy, energy for days, man. And when you hear that hear that music hit and see him running full speed to the ring, man, it was very exciting to watch as a kid.
2: Yeah, he almost made my list too, man. I was going <laughs> back and forth, but I almost made my list. Alright, for me at number five, I have Y2J, mm. Chris Jericho. Love the countdown in WWE. Love that countdown of that clock and then boom the big explosion man I, I just loved it. every time I uh, I seen Chris Jericho come to the ring number four Bill Goldberg mm. Bill Goldberg man his WCW days when he would come out there man he was the first one with the fireworks somebody standing in them. Blowing the smoke out And them things Just going off yeah. You know what I'm saying He had some great Great interests In WCW Number 3 Degeneration D-Generation X All of them <laughs> oh, the, All everybody no. Yeah <laughs> all, uh, uh, Shawn Michaels uh, The road dog Billy Gunn Everybody If you was in DX Man you on this thing Man that <laughs> number three DX Number two Stone Cold Steve Austin The pop the glass. Mm. You just never knew when it was going to shatter. You just never knew when Stone Cold was going to make his presence. First. But when he did, by God, mm. by God, did we not get another memory to the bank? And, of course, number one, the phenom, man. The Undertaker. <laughs> number one, <laughs> the dropping out of the lights, the purple, the coldness, the, the music, the outfits, the slow walk to the ring, the, the rolling back of the eyes. I mean, come on, man. Like. This dude is just the greatest ever, man, with just his entrance, the Undertaker. And he has so many different variations he of do. it as well. So that's my number one man, the Undertaker. So I was shocked we put Sean in there. I like Sean's, but Sean's kind of like, the one thing I hated, this is what I really hated about Sean. <laughs> I hated when Sean had to like get in the ring and do the little poses and the fireworks. That's the only fireworks he got. Yeah. I'm like, he should have had fireworks coming down to the ring okay. and all that. should have gave Sean a little bit of love. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But you know. I love Sean though, yeah. All right, man, so that's our top five wrestling inches of all time. Y'all let us know, man, what you think. Who did you love as a kid growing up seeing come down to the ring? Or who do you love now? I mean, you might be in the Sasha Banks. You might be in the Roman Reigns. You might be in the Edge, the Rated R Superstar. You know, Vin Balor. You know, if you like any of those guys, we would love to hear from you guys, okay? All right, so we're going to transition out of that, man. We're going to go straight to the National Basketball Association. And boy, 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 do we have a lot to talk about today as soon as I can find a the theme.
1: He lied! I think I got my swagger back. Oh! oh, oh. You trash! You not hooping! Yeah! Ah.
2: Hey, this is Deuce Lunch. Oh, man. Come on now. All right, Black, let's go ahead and get into it, man. We got some breaking news right out of the gate. We're going to just start there. This is fresh. Me and Black are recording on this Sunday. It's around 6 11 p.m. on this Sunday. So we got a couple players opting out. Couple players opting out. One is a shocker to me, and the other one is kind of expected. But the, this one is a shocker. Let's start with this one, man. Let's go out to Los Angeles to the Clippers, man. Kawhi Lena opting out. Opting out and and wanting to become a free agent. Free agent. Now, Black, the reason why I'm confused about this, because Kawhi could have played one more year under the contract that he was in with the Clippers, Mm -hmm. opt out next year, and get a super max to stay with the Clippers next year. Now, this is what Woj was reporting over the weekend. Mm -hmm. But all signals led to Kawhi opting in. Mm -hmm. Staying in Los Angeles, it doesn't make sense for him to opt out to stay with the Clippers I Maybe I'm not Maybe I don't have The information correct But I believe That's what Ward was saying Over the past week So Blake how, how does it strike you That Kawhi decide Decided
0: to opt out It's kind of shocking But then I'm sitting here Thinking like Does this have something To do with the ACL tear Does the Clippers Want to fully commit And give him the years Is Stephen They said something That kind of like When you Now that you Now that you see this You kind of think about it if you're a franchise and you know you're not you're potentially not gonna have Kawhi next year, he's not gonna be there for he's going to miss a big portion of next year, would you wanna to commit to him long term coming off of ACL? ACL injury. The Clippers. The Clippers. Uh my thing is I didn't I I don't understand why he would opt out, but I'm thinking for me, D, I'm thinking, is it is it injury related or is it, you know, behind the scenes, like with the doctors, the team doctors, something to do with that? Because we've seen Kawhi in the past when he's had problems with behind the scenes with team doctors, the Spurs to be exact. He ain't want no parts of it. He got up out of there. He demanded that he get up out of with the, with the Spurs. He had the same situation with with the Clippers here. How long did it take for them to come out and say they didn't even come out and say Kawhi had a torn ACL? It, it was in the I air, but they never came nope, out and yeah, said Clippers he did. had a toe, torn yeah. ACL. We didn't get that news to after the finals was over. And he had surgery already. And he had surgery. He had just had surgery. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have surgery uh, right. immediately. He had it after the NBA finals was over. And this was during the Jazz Series when he got hurt, yeah. game four, I believe. Exactly. So I'm thinking, is that a reason for him to opt out? And look elsewhere, or is 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 the talks something long term with the Clippers, where he can get much more money? I don't know, D. But in my heart, I feel like it has something to do with the injury or behind the scenes. I don't know if the the Clippers want to fully fully commit that much money into Kawhi, or it's something with Kawhi in that uh the the behind the scenes. I think it has something to do with that. Black, I don't know. <laughs> this
2: is this is just
0: Kawhi is a
2: mystery, man.
0: Yeah, we'll never know. Man, He's with the Kawhi. only NBA player
2: in the. No, I ain't gonna say that. Tim Duncan kind of had some of this about him as well. But Kawhi and his his team, and it's like the Clippers don't know either. Like no one knows what Kawhi is truly thinking. But him and Uncle Dennis, them the only two. Uncle Dennis being his agent. Like mm-hmm. like no one really knows what Kawhi is thinking. We can just go back to two years ago when he left Toronto. All signals was that first he's going to stay in Toronto. They're going to give him a king's ransom. They're going to give him the key to every part of the city. And then it turned out he was going to be a Laker. It mm-hmm. was done. We was reporting on the sports days. All indications led to he will be joining AD and LeBron. By God, duck. The NBA is a dead man's land <laughs> if those three got, got together. And then in the middle of the night, while we were all sleeping peacefully, we were awakened by Kawhi to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. For Paul George to join him out there, the NBA world was rocked mm-hmm. by that news. And throughout that whole time of coverage, no one had a gauge. Jalen Rose told everybody who would listen, I guarantee you, Kawhi Leonard is staying with the Raptors. Stephen A. Smith, it's a done deal. He's going to the Los Angeles Lakers. Jason Williams, I'm hearing it's Lakers. I'm hearing it's. Everybody said every team But the Clippers Mm -hmm. Everybody So the only people who know truly what it's about is Kawhi Leonard Now I'm going to take a stab at it I'm going to take a stab (laughs) at it What I think this is about is Kawhi Getting older Mm -hmm. Kawhi really Wants to weigh all of his options It's not about money for Kawhi Because if it was he would have opted in Played this year Opted out next year And been eligible for a Supermax with the Clippers and just stayed in L.A. for the rest of his career. That's easy. That's easy. But obviously it's not about the money. You see what Paul George did during the season? Paul George said, oh, I can't go nowhere and get this kind of money. Mm. I have to stay here and get this $225 million and stay put for the rest of my career. He had Paul George had no choice. But I'm going to throw something out there in the air, Black. And I don't even know if you've seen this. I don't know if you heard this. And I don't even know if you even thought about this. The Dallas Mavericks are in play here for Kowal Lennon. The Dallas Mavericks. Mm. You want to know why? Because throughout the end of the regular season, I always noticed how complimentary Mark Cuban was of Kawhi Leonard. Mark Cuban had never been complimentary complimentary to guys, period. He wasn't complimentary to Kobe Bryant. He wasn't complimentary to LeBron James. But for some reason, he was complimentary of Kawhi Leonard during the All-Star break. Kawhi Leonard had an interview They showed it on NBA, I mean, on NBA TV It's a clip over on Twitter Kawhi Leonard was complimentary of one player And one player only Luka Doncic That's the only player that he was complimentary of Now this might sound far-fetched for me You guys out there might be listening to say D, you tripping, bro But hear me out Dallas got a lot of money They do They got one of the best owners in the league Luka Doncic is here He mm-hmm. ain't coming He's here <laughs> And if he gets any type of help I'm talking about Legitimate I, Kyrie got uh, KD LeBron got AD I'm talking about that kind of help mm-hmm. If you pair a Kawhi Leonard With a Luka Doncic in Dallas I think that's a perfect fit mm. Because Kawhi don't want the glitz You're right. Kawhi don't want to be in front of the microphone Kawhi just want to come and play basketball Kawhi just want to go to shoot around Kawhi don't want to do nothing And that's how he's been his whole career. His whole career. Mm -hmm. And he's never had the fortunate ability to sit back and just go and play the game. What is he forced to do in L.A.? He's forced to be the face of the franchise. He's faced to be asked about Paul George's shortcomings. He's asked to be uh, talked about everything that's going on with the Clippers. I'm just saying, Kawhi Lindan opted out for nothing. And I think the Dallas Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks, are in play to possibly steal Kawhi Leonard to line him up with Luka Doncic they put a team around those guys and they go for a championship next year
1: Mm. because
2: like I said before Luka Doncic is not coming Mm. Luka Doncic is here Mm. so it's going to be very very interesting to see how this shakes out, now I could be completely talking out my neck (laughs) But I always read little tea leaves out there. I always see little things out there, and I was always intrigued. And dang, why is Kawhi so complimentary of Luca Doncic? He was even complimentary of Luca during the playoff series. Black,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's kind of rare. Yeah, it is. That's kind of rare. It is, and, and it also say Kawhi. They say they expect Kawhi to stay in L.A. Okay, and is expected to stay in the stay in L.A. Negotiations are on a new deal with the Clippers and after declining the uh the option year. It's so he's weird. looking for a new a new year and they're saying that he's going to stay in L, uh in LA. But like D said, you just never know what Kawhi. We could be here and he's staying now and he can pull a head scratcher and go somewhere like the Mavericks or whatever else it may be. You know, so I, I, I don't know man, but I just think it's something when it's a mystery. It's a mystery with Kawhi. And then especially the way that they handled his Whole thing with his injury, man, I don't think that set well with Kawhi. I really I really believe, man, it has something to do with that as well. Because that's let's just let's just keep it real. The Clippers, they dropped the ball with, with his injury. They dropped the ball, they dropped the ball with it. They never put it out there what it was. They wanted to keep it close, close knit. I don't understand why, but y'all could have easily came out and said the man had a, a torn ACL. But they never did. So I don't know. I don't know, D. Like you say, it's always a mystery with Kawhi. Who knows, man, but we're going to see very shortly what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it was just weird to see that nothing
2: came out, nothing was being said. Skip Bayless was reporting from day one that he had got the legit uh, information that, you know, Kawhi Leonard has a torn ACL. It's going to require surgery. Skip was saying that during the, the Utah series. Mm-hmm. No one wanted to give Skip any type of validation. And I remember that show. They came on the day after, after it was announced that he indeed had surgery, he was out. Shannon Sharp stopped the show just to make sure Skip got his love. Because he Woj wasn't reporting it. He was saying day to day, Stephen they weren't reporting it. Skip Bayless was the only one who had the information. Skip Bayless and Kawhi are probably homeboys. I'm gonna keep it real with you. Skip Bayless and Uncle Dennis and Kawhi is homeboys. He homeboys a Lil Wayne. Mm. Skip Bayless plugged into the streets. Yeah. Skip plugged, no matter <laughs> what you got to say by Skip, Skip plugged into the streets. <laughs> so I just feel. You know, that Skip Bayless is tied in. And it's going to be really, really interesting. That's why I can't wait to see uh, Undisputed tomorrow. Just to kind of see, you know, what Skip has for us and if he's shot. Because I think out of all the reporters, he's the most plugged in Mm -hmm. with Uncle Dennis and Kawhi Leonard. So, we'll keep our eyes on that. Next up, Black Chris Paul. Chris Paul has opted out, expectedly, his... (laughs) $44.2 $44.2 million option for next season He has opted out of that And now He opted f- out of that money He opted out $44.2 million to so opt out to become a uh, free agent But he hopes He hopes to Well, the Suns are optimi- optimistic That they can do a new deal With the Star Guard in free agency That starts Monday Black, how do you feel? Does Chris Paul remain in Phoenix,
0: or does Chris Paul take his talents somewhere else? The I am for me, I think he stays. I think he stays. I think that core man, what they built over there, man, they got something special working. You know, it just came up a little bit short, man. And I think you got to keep it going. If you add a few more pieces, a few more pieces around that situation, and get you know Chris Paul locked in. I think the Suns going to be right back, man. I don't I don't I don't think I don't see the Suns disappearing, but I think Chris Paul for uh I think he should not I think he should just stay in Phoenix and continue to build on what they what they created there
2: in Phoenix. Yeah, I don't see another spot for P- Chris Paul. I don't see another spot for him. Um the only thing that I've seen out there, you, uh there could be a Clippers uh reunion. Him going back to the Clippers uh, to play with Kawhi and PG. I saw that out there. I see something with the Miami Heat. uh, Him going down to Miami. But none of that makes sense. Monty Williams and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton and those guys make sense for Chris Paul. They got to the NBA Finals, man. No matter what the roar was, they got there. They got there. Devin Booker is on the rise. Devin Booker could have a breakout season next year. The whole season next year. DeAndre Ayton is going to be better. DeAndre Ayton is going to be an all-star next year as a big in the West. Mm-hmm. He's going to be an all-star. So you have a lot going on, man, with the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul. It's going to be interesting. Like, How much money is Chris Paul wanting to get out there of $44.2 million. That's a lot of money, bro. That is. He could have rolled out that contract. And, you know, re-up, you know, next year So I'm really interested to see what information comes out of Chris Paul doing this All in all, man, is like I said, it's very, very, very interesting It's very interesting, but I think he opts to stay in Phoenix And it's got to be a shorter deal It's got to be maybe a two, three-year deal With, of course, a player option on that last year The deal has to be something of that nature But, excuse me, but I just feel like, I don't know I mean, I really would like to know why Chris Paul decides to not take $44.2 million. It's not like Chris Paul needs the money. He's very, very successful in his NBA career. But all in all, I don't think this is much of a story at all. I think Chris Paul definitely stays in Phoenix. All right, let's get to our news. And when I say our, I'm talking about all of us who reside in Los Angeles, California. Ain't played this in a while. Ricky, let us know.
1: Home of the greatest franchise <laughs> in the the L.A. Lakers. And the home of the greatest athlete in the world today, LeBron, LeBron James, James, the king. Le- LeBron James. Lakers, the
2: di- Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get into it. On this past Thursday night. As we were all preparing for the NBA draft to take place, a bomb went off. And that bomb was Russell Westbrook being traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. Russell Westbrook will be aligned with Anthony Davis and LeBron Ramo James. By God, by God. Let's get into all of the conversations. Let's get into just everything that me and Black have been experiencing in our group chat with one another. There's so much to uncover here. But the thing that's gonna be going the thing that's present and going forward is Russell Westbrook is a Los Angeles Lakers. Black, let's talk about your initial, your initial feelings and thoughts when it came across your timeline that Russell Westbrook had been traded to the Los Angeles Lakers to play with Raymond.
0: Uh, I wasn't too big on it at first, D. Mm. You know, I wasn't too, I wasn't too big on it. And, you know, I had been talking to you about what I want to see the Lakers do. You know, I had in mind of a Kyle Lowry, DeMar Rosen type deal reunion and, you know, get some shooting around those guys, Mm -hmm. uh, around, uh, LeBron and AD, but you have your, you, you have your starting, well, you have four of your starting five starters with Kyle Lowry being the point. And the and Bennett, too, and then LeBron and AD, and then you, you, know, you could put any center in, in there that you wanted to with that. <laughs> but it didn't go that way, you know. No. They had a big trade go down where they where they sent uh, Montrez, KCP, and and Coos to the Washington Washington Wizards for Russell Westbrook. So I was my reaction, I was like, oh, D man, what well, I called you, I said, bro, I don't know about this one, man, and you were saying, bro, I like it. I yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm the, the thing in my head is the thing that really outside of injuries, the Lakers couldn't shoot the ball last year. We were we were horrid shooting the ball last year. And I feel like that's one of the key things that they needed to needed to uh get done in free agency this year. And I didn't feel like Russell Westbrook run that to the table. We know how Russell Westbrook is and he's aggressive, he gets to the basket mid range he has he has a good mid range but outside the 3 point line he is not the best <clears throat> but as far as um the intensity the um uh, the energy everything he's going to bring to the cha- table is going to be there and then it gives it gives the Los Angeles Lakers a legit big 3 now with him LeBron James and Anthony Davis so um I'm still I'm I'm still up and down about it I want to see what else they put around these guys but my f- very first initiation D uh, was man I don't know man uh, it's not what I wanted but I'm not I'm not upset at it I just want to see what other key pieces they put around uh, these three guys because it definitely to me it still has to be shooting and I feel like that's what the Los Angeles Lakers need to do I love the deal I love the deal when it was
2: first brought to my attention last week I was skeptical at first I did take some time to think about it and be like, man, I don't know. I don't know. I would love Russ if Russ is going to have a role. If Russ is going to know what he can and cannot do uh, being a part of this team. Um, and that was it. That's the last I heard of it. Then, you know, we start hearing the roars about it. Um towards I I want to say the beginning of the end of the weekend you started hearing some scenarios Buddy Hill coming to the Lakers and then the Westbrook thing I just didn't think the Westbrook thing was gonna happen and then boom it did happen and immediately I just went to basketball I went to basketball I went to who do I have already I have LeBron and I have Anthony Davis Russell Westbrook has played with Kevin Durant he's played with James Harden, but he has not played with a tandem before like this. He hasn't had LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Russell Westbrook is not going to be called upon to be a three-point shooter. Russell Westbrook is going to be called upon to be the leader of this team by being the point guard. Run the offense, be aggressive going to the paint, getting rebounds, setting the tone, giving off his freakish energy to light a fire in our team. One of our problems with the Lakers last year is that we barely had any fight. I felt that there were times that Lakers were weak. We got pushed over. We got looked over. Teams weren't, weren't nervous about us. Of course, you're nervous about Anthony Davis and LeBron James, but as far as having to prepare for a team that has a certain type of energy, we didn't have that. Dennis Schroeder showed signs of that, but he wasn't for real about his. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma ain't have no dog in him. KCP, no dog in him. A very good player. Works hard on the defensive end, but he ain't about this life like Russell Westbrook is. Westbrook is no nonsense. He will not tolerate any type of disrespect towards himself or his team. And I think that type of energy you need in your locker room. Westbrook is hungry for a ring. Westbrook went to Houston. They tried to make it work, went home in five. Last year with the Wizards, Westbrook just made the best of it. He just made the best of it with the Wizards. And look what happened. They were literally in the grave with the casket shut down and the dirt on top of them. But then what happened? They rose. Mm -hmm. And they made the playoffs. Yes, they did. Russell Westbrook went on a tear. Yes, he did. And then then again, averaging a triple-double. The stat that a lot of you out there scoff over. That is not a big deal anymore. It's not. It's not a big deal. Production is not a big deal. That's not a big deal anymore. But you've seen it three or four times from the guy, and it just doesn't matter. That's what we've taken of that stat now. That's hypocrisy. <laughs> Back to what Russell Westbrook will give. LeBron James doesn't need to be the point guard anymore. That experiment ran true when we won our championship the year before last. It worked. Bron don't need that no more. I need Bron in the block. I need Bron down in that paint. I need them down there with Anthony Davis. I need them being a small forward, power forward, disaster tag team. That's what I need. And I need Russell Westbrook when they think it's sweet to come down and lay the tomahawk on the other team's point guards. You think think Steph Curry is really excited about getting off the plane, going to stables to have Russell Westbrook being all up in his grill? No, he's not. You think Kyrie Irving is thrilled to death to have Russell Westbrook being up in his face for four quarters? No, he isn't. This man is a pest. This man has high energy. And he will play his role on this team. Reports have already came out that A.D., LeBron, and, and Russ was at LeBron's house two weeks ago, before all this went down. And they all three agreed to get their egos out of the way and play like a team and win a championship for the city of Los Angeles again. They met. This happened. hmm This happened. Days later, reports come out. Anthony Davis. He will play center minutes. Last year, Anthony Davis said he don't want no pause to center. Don't even put me down there. Mm. Checkbox. We need him down there playing center the way the league is going because it's small. All in all, this is a great piece for the Lakers to compete. Right now, construct it. The Lakers will come out of the Western Conference next year. Barn health. I don't see a team That's going to beat them in seven games with the addition of Westbrook. It's not Westbrook and PG and Carmelo. No, that's not what this is. No. This is Westbrook with two consistent top five players in the NBA. Even though Anthony Davis had a poo poo year last year, consensus! He is one of the top five best talents in this league. So. The Lakers got some more pieces to put together, but I like the move and I like it for basketball purposes. I like it for playoff purposes. I like it for finals purposes. I don't care about no regular season. Don't text me if the (laughs) Lakers lose to the Sacramento Kings on a Wednesday night in November. (laughs) I don't care. Text me in late May when we're in the Western Conference Finals and text me in June when we're one win away from getting another championship. Text me then.
0: Like, anything to add on this? No, man. Uh, yeah, D, is you know anything, anything, man, to see my guy Lebron, man, succeed in this league, You know, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what this process is going to be, especially going into free agency that, that kicks off tomorrow. See what the Lakers can add, uh, can add around these three pieces that they have. So. Um, I'm happy to see I'm 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 happy to see Westbrook, you know, be back home where he's from, and then play with LeBron and AD. So hopefully, you know, these guys could you know put something together. And we and we were just talking about this D. We the Warriors so quiet, man. You just don't know. You know what I'm it's saying? You just don't know. It's nerve wracking. It's <laughs> no reckoning because you just know the Warriors going to do something. But you know, as constructed, I have to I have to agree. You know, who in the West is going to beat this tandem? Who's going to pick this tandem? They are picked to. They're going to be picked to come out of the West, barring what the Warriors do. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. Barring
0: what the Warriors do, so uh, yeah, man, I'm, 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 I'm still, I'm, I'm gonna be chill. Finish watching this, you know, play out. Free agency, like I said, it starts tomorrow, so everybody has to Friday to sign their deal. So hopefully, man, we'll get some, we'll get some good key pieces around the big three in L.A. And you know, get back to uh, get back to finals, man, and bring another championship back to L.A.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan, of course, the Lakers are not done, and we're going to transition now to big Russell Westbrook news, and we're going to go right into NBA free agency, man. Mm-hmm. NBA free agency kicks off tomorrow, August the second, on a Monday at six p.m. Deals will be able to be you know uh, verbally uh, committed to, and then towards the end of the week, contracts will be signed. Me and Black was talking right before the show started. We was like, look, man, you know, this is not gonna be a superstar free agency like we got, you know, a couple years ago when KD, you know, left the Wars and went to the Nets. Kyrie left Boston and went to the Nets. LeBron left uh the Cleveland and went to Lakes. It's not gonna be that. This is a pieces type of free agency where a lot of key pieces are going to help teams elevate themselves to championship contender status. So, Black, how do you feel about the class that's out there? A lot of veteran guys out there looking for new homes to possibly, you know, win a championship. So what are your thoughts about uh, the players that are available uh, in this free agency class?
0: Uh, One thing real quick before I go into that, the uh, Bobby Marks, ESPN reporter, NBA ESPN reporter, just uh, wrote on – uh, Bleacher Report, he said the maximum contract Kawhi Little could sign with, with the Clippers is four years 176, but he could also do a one plus one and become a free agent in uh, 2022, where he could sign a five year 235. So, uh, so you're gonna sign a one year deal this year? He could sign a news? one, he could sign a one and one, uh, be a free agent next year, okay, and then sign that Super Max that you were talking about, right? I right. was wondering why he opted out, right? Right, okay. But him saying this and make you think about that one, it could be a it one and one. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, But um, as far as free agency this year, D, I would, as we was talking about it, you have to really think about that because like you, all your superstars are locked down. Mm-hmm. You know, we we have Kawhi who just opted out, but and going to free agency, but we have the feeling it could be him standing in L.A. But we just don't know with Kawhi. But most of your superstars are locked down where they are, and then you just have key pieces i think that's going to be the big deal key pieces this year and i think another thing that's going to be a big deal how many signing trades we get going here because i'm pretty sure that we're gonna have some signing trades done to get uh key players on uh on on teams that can help them get to a nba championship so i gotta also i gotta i gotta agree with you d i think this is going to be the year of uh impact i mean uh players around not well not impact players uh Good role players around uh on on teams, so I'm excited to see what happens, man. you um, got some good pieces out there in free agency this year. I'm really looking going to keep a close eye and see what happens. What happens with Spencer Dinwiddie? I was reading something before we started, and they were saying uh, some signs lead to him maybe thinking about New York, and I would love to see him in New York, man. And what they have going the on Knicks? in New York with Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah, with the, with the Knicks. So I would love to see him there. So I'm going to be keeping a close eye on him and also keeping a close eye on what the Warriors are going to do because they're not done. They're not doing The Warriors are going to be back, man. And you just got to think this upcoming NBA season is going to be the year the Warriors get back and uh, get back to that spot where they were at. And it's something D said to me uh, last week. He's like, bro, you got to realize something. We finna go into the 75th year. Of the NBA finals So the NBA Gonna want this season To be The most <laughs> The most Dramatic The most The the, the best it can be yeah. On to the 75th year And then um, with Especially with the, the the big three Seem like it's coming back To be created So we're gonna see What happens man I'm excited about uh, what's, what's gonna happen In free agency We definitely gonna be Keeping a close eye on it But uh, a lot of key Role players out there That's available Can't wait to see Where they land at
2: yeah, uh, just some of the names on the list We already talked about Chris Paul and Kawhi Leonard They're expected to resign with their respective teams You got Mike Conley out there Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan uh, Otto Porter Jr., Victor Oladipo Tim Hardaway Jr., watch him That's going to be a key piece for a team out there Dennis Schroeder, Evan Fournier Bobby Portis, Bobby Portis, that's going to be a key spot. I don't think Milwaukee can afford to lose Portis, but we'll see about that. Danny Green, Andre Iguodala, Kelly Oubre, watch him. James Johnson, Cody Zeller, J.J. Reddick, Kelly Onick, Trevor Reza, the list goes on, Patty Mills. On and on and on. But uh, one name for sure, man. Uh, wow, P.J. Tucker is also in this mix. I didn't know that. Derrick Rose. You got a, Lou Will. You got just a lot of key mm. players. But the one name that stands out to me on this list that could potentially change the power, so to speak, is Lonzo Ball. Mm. I think Lonzo Ball, wherever he goes, if he if he lands in the, uh, with the contender. If he lands with the Clippers, I think that's an excellent move for the Clippers. Mm -hmm. I love how Lonzo has become a better player when he was in New Orleans. He's improved his shooting. He's improved his three-point shooting. And he is a very good defender. Lonzo is a very good defender. He's put on some muscle. If anybody would have been just pushed off the face of this earth and never to be seen again due to pressure, it would have been Lonzo Ball, mm-hmm. but he has stood and stood through it, man. And I just think he's going to be a great addition to a contending team. They say the Clippers, the Bulls are on his list. The Mavericks are on his list as well. The ba- so, Ooh, the so Mavericks. yeah, so it's 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 some spot where Zo could be that piece for a team. I ain't saying Zoe is a superstar, but I'm just saying what he would bring. His development over the last three years has been hand clap worthy. I just think he has done a magnificent job just rebuilding himself and make himself viable. I mean, he's one of the top point guards on this list of free agency. I just think that's one name to look at. But all in all, big pool of veteran players that can go somewhere and make a difference. Mm -hmm. Teams like the Nets, teams like the Lakers, teams like the Warriors, teams like the Bucks, the Sun, the teams who are in contention to win a championship, their hands are going to be in this pot. Andre Iguodala, even though I wouldn't want to see him, excuse, excuse me, in LA. I don't want to see him in LA. That's just my personal opinion. But a team like the Wars, can you see him going there? Yeah. Can you see him going to the Nets? Yeah. For veteran purposes, Trevor Reza, another guy who's an excellent defender on the wing. When you get, I learned something over the past couple of years in basketball. When you get to the playoffs, and when you get to these later rounds in the playoffs, and you get to these finals. Basketball is not the same as it is in a regular season. It's not. It's not the same. So I've gotten off the bandwagon of going seven and three and nine. I can care less about that. We all seen what happened to them. <laughs> Thank you. I can brother. care less about <laughs> teams winning 65, seven. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. How will your team be equipped? How will your team be built? to make it in the playoffs and try to go for a championship. And I think this pool of guys uh, that are up for free agency, they're going to provide, man, um, you know, some good opportunity uh, for some teams. Uh, Black, before we move on for free agency, and, and me and Black, we're going to be doing a special edition after free agency wraps up. Um, towards the end of next week, you're going to get your free, uh, excuse me, a special edition from us, um, as we, uh, document everything that took place, uh, in the NBA as free agency, as free agency takes off on Monday, starting at six o'clock. All right, but anything else that you want to add on the free agency pool
0: before we move on? Uh, no, man. Uh, yeah, just... Just that, uh, NBA, the NBA, uh, free agency, man, it's always, they always give us these moments, good moments, we'd be like, wow, and then you get some head scratchers, so I, I expect this to, uh, starting tomorrow, I expect to see a lot of head scratchers, or maybe, okay, good, he'll fit here, they'll fit there, it's just very exciting, man, it's one thing about NFL and NBA free agency, it just, it, it, it it grabs your attention, Mm -hmm. it grabs your attention, like, uh... Any, none of the other sports for me really grab my attention like NBA and uh, uh, NFL and free agency man because you never know what some of these guys are going to go man and we had an opportunity tomorrow to really see uh, what the landscape of the NBA are going to be what certain like they say a lot of veteran players are going to end up at you know we could we could shockingly see a lot of vets we, that's that's made their money in the NBA be like man I'm going here to win the ring I take the I take the league minimum or the team minimum mm-hmm. to go try to win them a ring, man. So, I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen, D. I'm looking forward to it. And I can't wait to we do our special edition on here, man, because I know it's going to be some uh, – we're going to be texting each other to talk about, man, you see this happen, bro? Yeah, a lot of – yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be a lot. So, I'm excited. I'm just excited about the NBA free agency. Uh, in uh, all.
2: Yeah, it should be good. It should be good. Like I said, that kicks off Monday, 6.30 and you'll get a special dish from us later. Alright, real quick, Black, before we move on to the NFL, the NFL, dra- excuse me, NBA draft took place uh, this past Thursday night. A lot of nice young marquee players um, that's landing in their new spots. Black, just off the top of your head, who do you think of? What team do you think of? What player that was drafted? Who do you think of uh, throughout this draft um, that took place this past Thursday?
0: Uh, man, very good pool of players, man, in this in this class, I really like the I, I really like the Jalen Suggs kid, man. I don't know what Toronto was thinking about. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm not saying that Scotty Barnes is not a nice player. He's 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 a nice player. He played Florida State. You know, I like I like Scotty Barnes, but man, Jalen, I think Jalen Suggs is going to be a nice piece uh, for the Orlando Magic and getting uh uh, Frank, uh, what was uh, the brother? Man, I always forget his name. The brother from Michigan. The, the oh man, dang I forget his name. I knew I was gonna do that. They got the brother who played for the Wizards. Who uh, <laughs> who uh, Giannis always get into it with for the Wizards. Oh, he, uh, he, uh,
2: Wagner, Wagner. More Wagner. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, Frank's Wa- brother. Yeah, Frank's yeah. Wagner. Yeah, they,
0: that's they got him and uh, Jalen Suggs. In Orlando, and I think that's a nice little, you know, tandem to put together in Orlando to start something fresh and new for Orlando. So I think he was a steal of the draft for me, in my opinion, because he was definitely one supposed to fall to Orlando. I definitely had him going in number two or either number three, but he fell to to Orlando Magics. And also uh the kid that got drafted by Houston that went number two, uh Jalen Green. Jalen Green. This guy, he can, he's a hooper, bro. Yes, he is. Man, he a high riser. He can shoot the ball. I yep. mean, he got a very nice skill set, bro. Uh, very, very nice. And I think they're going. I think Houston. I think they're going to build around him as a as a key piece, man. Especially drafting him at number two. Mm-hmm. But I really like him as well.
2: Yeah, I'm just going to stay at the top. Uh, K. Cunningham. Kane Cunningham was the best player in this j- draft. Uh, Jalen and uh, 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 Suggs. I mean, Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs and Jalen Green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- these kids are very talented, and we've seen what they can do. Um, but Kay Cunningham is the best player in this draft. He's the most versatile player in this draft. He can literally do it all. Six foot eight, six foot nine, 220. Um, We've seen him at Oklahoma State, man. He just was superb and just everything. And I think Detroit needs a player like this. Detroit got a lot of nice young talent, but they don't have a guy. And I think Kay Cunningham in the next three to four, maybe five years, can become that guy in Detroit. I think uh, the city of Detroit, they need something. You know, they've been on the outskirts, man. Ever since that ch- championship time. year, man, I probably believe so. I could be wrong about that. But I just love Kate's game. I just love what he's about. And I just think he um, is going to, you know, do wonders and work wonders for Detroit. Um, and I love, you know, how he paid tribute to the bad boys and put the shades on and all that. When he was sitting down with Malika Andrews uh, with NBA Draft. I just think that, you know, this kid is going to be one of the special players um, and we're going to be talking about him in the next You know, four to five years of being Like Devin Booker You know, I just think he is like You just watch his game and it's just so nice It's just so pure, he just does a lot of things well So i just going to stay at the top With Cade Cunningham, man Just excited to see him uh, go number one overall um, In the NBA draft Alright, all right, man, we're going to transition out of that We're going to head to the National Football League we got quite a bit That we're going to discuss There. Well, I think we got quite a bit discussed there. Technology, people. Technology. (laughs) Technology. Okay, I guess my NFL soundbite don't want to play. Alright, I guess not. Alright, Black. So (laughs) we don't got the NFL music this week. Yes, we do have the NFL music. black let's go ahead and get into it man uh now this week let's have a little fun first man we had the madden nfl ratings come out the 99 club rankings came out uh this past week black let's go ahead and start let's see let's start with the quarterbacks let's start with the quarterbacks yeah let's start with the quarterbacks black let's see if there's anything wrong there what you got for us man with the madden rankings uh with the quarterbacks
0: um of course Pat Mahomes got to be a 99 overall, you mm-hmm. know. And behind him, um uh, let me let me see the list Yeah, behind him. You got uh Tom Brady <laughs> the goat, man. You you have to put you have to put him at number 2, man. The man got seven rings. I felt I felt like a 97 overall. I on in my PND, I think he could have been higher. Mm. Because based on what he has around him, you know, in in Tampa, so I think he could have been like a ninety-eight. Is I'm going to say he a uh, ninety-nine worthy? I'm not sure, but um, top five overall. I was shocked. I was the the one the the one shock that I did have was Josh Allen being the eighty-eight overall. Mm-hmm. I think he should have definitely been in the top five. They got Lamar rated over him. I don't agree with that. Josh Allen, man, this guy this guy is a slinger of the football. And in Madden terms, he has. The, I guess in Madden, they say he has the strongest arm, mm-hmm. you know, on Madden. So, but for him to be number seven on this list, they have they have Deshaun, they have Deshaun and uh, Lamar over him. But I just like what Josh Allen has, what he did last year. Not saying that these guys, the guys in front of him, didn't do great things, but 88 overall, I think he should have definitely been in the 90s. Uh, so that's my only gripe with this list uh, so far. But you. Also at the top, you know, Pat Mahomes, he's going to be number one for a while. I don't think no one's going to take that position over him for a long time.
2: Yeah, uh, quarterbacks, you know, I pretty much, you know, feel the same way. Um Pat Mahomes with a 99 overall, fine with that. I'm fine with Tom Brady being 97 overall. I mean, he's an older player, too. I mean, how much more can they give him? You know what I'm saying? He got a lot of talent around him. He won a Super Bowl last year. I get it. But I'm going to keep it real, man. I kind of feel like Aaron Rodgers should have been above him. I mean, this Think is so? a, Yeah, MVP last year. Okay. MVP last year, his team had the best record in the league. He had the, uh, he led the league in most of the stats um, for a quarterback. I just feel like that should have been taken into consideration, but I understand why. You know, Tom won to a ring. Tom it's beat him Tom. Too. I mean, he beat him, but <laughs> you're just going off what they did, you know, what they did personally. And I just think Aaron Rodgers had a better season than Tom Brady stat-wise. You know, I think they probably should have honored that, especially with him being uh, the MVP. You know, Russ had a 94. And then it's a big drop-off from now. You know, Lamar and Deshaun at 90s. If they're 90s, Josh Allen is a 90. Josh Allen might be a 91. I mean, Josh Allen had an incredible year. Josh Allen is a talented quarterback. Is he more talented than Lamar and Deshaun? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just basing it off last year. I know ultimately, you know, Buffalo and uh, Baltimore both made the playoffs. I get that. But Josh just Josh just looked better than Lamar to me last year. Mm-hmm. And that's just the truth. That's just the truth. He just looked better. And then for the rest of the list, you know, you got Depp Prescott, you got Ryan Tannehill, and you got Matt Ryan sitting at 10. I'm cool with that. You know, don't really have any gripes with that. Um, but all in all, they got it right. I mean, sooner or later, they're going to have to give a a player a 100 in Madden. And it's going to have to be uh, uh, Patty Mahomes at some point in time. Somebody going to have to be the first ever 100 player in Madden, my they boy. They ain't going to
0: have no 100. It's always going to be 99, bro. Well, they
2: need to do something. <laughs> they need to do something. They need to do something. All right, man. So we're going to go on to, let's see what else we got. Let's go to wide receivers. All right, so we had a little fun earlier. Had a little fun with our start, but you cut, man, where we started three and we cut two. But the top receivers this year, number one overall, Devontae Adams at 99. DeAndre Hopkins finished at a 98. Tyreek Hill, 98. Diggs at 97. Julio Jones a 95. That is your top five. Your top uh whole top 10, 6 through 10, Michael Thomas 94, Keenan Allen 93, Amari Cooper, 92, Mike Evans 91, and Allen Robinson at a 90. Black, any problems there? Um, any problems there?
0: No problems. It was shocking. All the receivers in the 90s. All the receivers in the okay. 90s. Nobody above, nobody under 90. So that was shocking to see. am D. I'm 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 wondering. Why? Why are we not giving? Why are we not giving guys like, based on what we saw last year, if we basing it off that with Matt and, uh, guys like D Hop and Tyreek Hill, I think it's time for Tyreek Hill to be a ninety-nine player, based on based on what he does on the football field. Okay, speed, every catching the ball, deep ball. You know, he give you the excitement. I I felt like he could have potentially, based on last year, been a ninety-nine player. But outside of that, D Steph uh man Diggs let the league man and <laughs> a lot of care a lot of categories last year for receivers and we got him at a 97 so um it's 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 tough man it's tough this li- this list is this is good man but I, I I oh man I can't put Diggs over even though Diggs balled out I can't can't put him over Tyreek so I would say this this list is uh legit I think they got it right D uh, with this list But uh, very shocking That they had All the receivers In the top 10 uh, No one was under A 90 So uh, that was Surprising about that
2: Um I'm fine with Devontae being 99 But if Devontae Is a 99 Then D-Hop Need to be a 99
0: Not Tyre. You don't think Tyreek deserve 99 The based reason, on th-
2: Listen Can Tyreek Take over A game Can Tyreek Take over a game Not the Chiefs Offense Not Patty Mahomes. Can Tyreek take over a game?
0: He had a game with 200 yards in the first That's one
2: game. That's Mm -hmm. one game. Don't get me wrong, Tyreek a bad boy. He bad. He deserves his spot. But Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins provide more to their teams.
0: They do. They do.
2: We've seen what they're capable of taking over games. No matter who the quarterback is. Mm -hmm. Especially DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Especially DeAndre. I ain't saying Tyreek ain't capable. That's not what I'm saying. But he is loaded And he arguably got The greatest talent At quarterback of all time Slinging him to rock Since day one Since day one Speed Deep ball Yeah he all the route run Has gotten better with Tyreek Yeah he's all All those things But when you got The greatest tight end ever Possibly down the street From you <laughs> yeah. and, and and Kelsey
0: You are right You know I you am... get the lot man Who, I didn't even think about Kelsey Yeah either, like so, you yeah, know Hooli yeah, yeah, on right. them boys They be got three people on them. In that case I got to put digs over him then now, I ain't doing that. <laughs> okay, I forgot about I, I forgot about Kelsey being down there. Dig. I ain't now, doing that. Now I'm like literally no one else around him. Man, Diggs did his thing like multiple categories. Uh, most most catches, most rec- what most receiving yards this year, most receiving yards uh, and most catches this yeah. year. So f- just based on Nat D, what you just said about Tyreek having Kelsey down, that's that opens up a lot for you. I have to give I have to give Diggs the nod. At number three. I have to, just based on that. You gotta give him the I'm Diggs. Not, and he I, balled I, out this year, I, man. I, I, I'm he not balled out.
2: I'm not because they can't they don't move digs around in that offense. They do. They don't move they around do. like they move Tyreek. Tyreek plays the X, the Y, the Z. Mm-hmm. He's they he flanks out the back. Diggs ain't coming out the backfield. He's not. He not. So I'm just looking at the total package of what Tyreek provides. Okay. Against what you know what Diggs is gonna give. He's very good at what he gives, mm-hmm. but they move Tyreek a lot.
0: But they use Diggs. How they use? How they use D Hop? And how they use? No, 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 uh, no, no. no. D- Devonte Adams. Diggs that's how they use. That's how they use him. No, Diggs, that's how they use. Diggs. They don't
2: use Diggs like they use D Hop. D Hop is on an island by himself. Mm-hmm. Diggs ain't on no island by himself. He is
0: no one else. It's no one else. Diggs him. No,
2: I'm not saying what he has on his team. Mm-hmm. They will leave Hop out there on the left side of the field by himself.
0: Of course Well
2: Buffalo runs They run trip sets right They run yeah. trip sets left So Diggs can get off On his rock running When they say Hut,
0: Sometimes D-Hop Just going down the field Of course And it's a of jump course. ball Of course And I'm coming down with that Same thing with Devontae Adams Yeah but that's in, 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 And then even with that They they use Diggs In so many ways They leave him down They used him in the way You said D- Arizona used D-Hop They used him They used him in X, Y, and Z But not coming out the backfield They, not, they did not use him like that They used him in a slot they used Diggs in multiple ways for him to always have the uh the ball in his hand. Perfect example. Perfect example. Uh, Sunday night game of, against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, they literally used Stephen Diggs every every place but the backfield. They had him. They had him lined up on, on outsides on both sides. Inside, I mean, Diggs was catching everything. But the totality is that outside of the backfield notion. They use digs in a whole lot of different ways Buffalo do like the the numbers speak for itself, dude. Look at look at this man catches. No, I'm not. Look I'm at not. His receiving I'm, yards.
2: I'm, I'm not. I'm not debating that. I'm not no. debating that. I'm just looking at the offenses that they that they are in and how they contribute to their team. Mm-hmm. Diggs is not being moved around as much as Tyreek. He's not. Okay. He's not being moved around as much. Tyreek literally could be in the X one play. Then he the next play he's literally in the Y. Then the next play he coming out the backfield. Literally, mm-hmm. like three consecutive plays. I'm not saying they won't move Diggs. I'm not saying they haven't moved Diggs. Of course they have. But most of the times, most of the times, he's up top.
0: So if you say Diggs is not an a island player like Devontae Adams or DeAndre Hopkins and he's not an X, Y, and Z like Tyreek, so what would you put him at amongst the, amongst those guys? Who Diggs? Like what, how do you see him as a receiver? Yeah, Diggs. How do you see him as a receiver? <sighs> that's all i just that's what i just i just want to know since we talking about it i just want to know what what kind of receiver do you see him as like because the stuff that you saying outside of him being in the bike field we've seen this kid do it all and and numbers don't lie numbers don't lie dude. i'm not
2: going by what he did last year that's not what i'm going by I'm not okay, going by what, what you did the
0: year before, right? This, yeah, the year, yeah. yeah the that's year what before. it's based on.
2: Yeah, but you you, you asking me another question now, though. You're asking me, like, where. Okay, to, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you asking me another question, are you asking me if Stefan D is a top five receiver? I'm asking you, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, he definitely in the conversation for five, six, or seven. Oh, man. Okay. Five, six, seven. I, I ain't going to disrespect I'm going to say five or six because I think he better than Amari. I think he better than Allen Robinson. I think he better than – I don't know if he better than Michael Thomas when he healthy. And to keep it real with you, I don't know if he better than Mike Evans. Mm. I don't know if he better than Mike Evans. Dude. Mike Evans had to take a back seat. I'm talking about receiver. Mike Evans take a back seat and he got more talent with him. now, nah, bro. But before Mike Evans got talent, before he got Brady, what was he doing? Thousand yards, bro. Thousand yards every year, every year. Dig just really got on, bro. I like Diggs, and I'm not dissing him. I'm not, bro. But I think he's, yeah, he's five or six. Yeah, I wanted to see what
0: you. I, I was five I, or six. I had planned no asking you that because I wanted to see what you kind of had. Great him year last based year, based on what he did, because that boy ball, man. Yes, he did. He deserves <laughs> his accolades, but
2: I think they got it right with Tyreek being ahead of him.
0: Okay. I just okay. think they
2: got it right. All right. Um, so any other gripes here? Julio at a nine to five. Uh, sitting at number five. Michael Thomas at a nine to four. Nah, no Allen
0: Robinson. Any any issues? No. No issues for me. I think they. Yeah. I think they pretty much got this right.
2: Okay. You know I want to diss Amari Cooper. You know of my Dallas Cowboys because I'm not really sure what Amari Cooper did last year. I'm not sure what he did. He didn't have. Come on, man. They, uh, I know we didn't have a quarterback yes, So I'm going to give him a pass Give him a pass But I mean do. I mean I look He's a great They say he's the best route runner in football and, That's and, fine And I'm
0: pretty sure If they would have had uh, Dak Prescott The whole entire year He probably wouldn't Be this low on the list He probably wouldn't He probably wouldn't Okay So who will he, So so would he jump On this list I think he will, would I think he, ju- I think he definitely Would jump Michael Thomas Oh my goodness Yeah cause Michael Thomas We basing it off last year Okay Michael he, Thomas was hurt he didn't play, bro, he, he played half the games last year okay. and came back in the playoffs. Okay, all right. You're basing it off last okay. year. Okay, okay. Amara Cooper, I don't think Omar Cooper missed a game last year, but if he had Dak, we could be talking about a different situation. Keenan Allen, yeah, that's
2: kind of, t- that's tough. <laughs> Come on, man, that ain't tough. Don't do that.
0: Bro, I'm don't just do basing it on Ke-
2: if he had his quarterback. Keenan Allen was out bruh, here. Bro, I'm,
0: I'm basing okay, it off if he you. had his you. quarterback, bro.
2: I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. I got you. All right, that was pretty fun, pretty fun. All right, let's move on to the rookies, man. Let's move on to the rookies and their rankings, all right? So the number one ranked rookie, who they say is number one, is Kyle Pitts with an 81 overall, okay? Followed by Trevor Lawrence with a 78, Jalen Waddle, 76, Pat Sertain, the second, at 76. Top five finishing out Zach Wilson, 75 overall. Jamar Chase, uh, is that number six? Devontae Smith, Pinel Sweeney at 75s. Trey Lance, 74. Justin Fields, 74 to round up the top 10 rankings of a Madden this year. Black, any issues with the rookie Raiders? Now, traditionally, before you go, the rookie Raiders are always like this. Yeah. Low, uh, low 80s, high 70s for guys coming into the league. And I don't got no problem with that. But, black, I need you to keep it real.
0: Yeah, of course. I need you to keep it real. Yeah, Trevor should have been a 90, bro. <laughs> 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 he should have been. <laughs> Trevor should have been a 90. He should have been the highest rated player on this list. But I get it. They, I, I, I don't know if they. You think they have. They're basing it off uh, uh, talent, too, as well. A lot of talent. Only talent. Atlanta, only talent. I think it's only talent. So I can see why they put Kyle Pitts number one. Do you? I can see why they put, because the, the guy's a freak, bruh. He's a tight end that, that plays receiver. Like, come on. Like, he like another Travis Kelsey right there. And Travis Kelsey was just a 99.
2: Okay, I got you a question know, for you. So,
0: but in Ernest's world. Ain't no, 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 Yeah, no. in my world. No, 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 no. Yes. It ain't just your world. Oh, it ain't just my world. Oh, you feel the world. same way. It ain't just yeah, your so, world. Yeah, so, okay. Trevor should have been a 90, bruh. He should have been a 90. And what else should he been? Uh, he should have been the number one player okay, on this list. Okay, of course. Okay. Of course. But we always had that back and forth in draft, too. We did. With him and Kyle Pitts being the best overall players. Sure. We are, we did, D. I it said was sure. I said it was sure. him and Kyle Pitts. So I said sure. They had, I guess they had to give Kyle Pitts something, so they gave him Madden. So, okay. All right. But definitely Trevor should have been a 90. This is hypocrisy.
2: <laughs> Jalen. I mean, excuse me. Uh, Kyle Pitts is a phenomenal talent phenomenal player phenomenal he had an all-world career at the University of Florida all-world last year in uh at Florida his last year there but come on man he don't have the ball in his hands every play he don't have the ball in his hands every play he just absolutely does not have the ball in his hands listen Trevor Lawrence is exceptional. Trevor Lawrence does a very, very good job of being a quarterback. He was the number one player taken in this draft. Now, do I have some juicing in me? Sure, I'm juicing a little bit because he plays for the hometown Jags. Of course, of course, I understand that some people say D is hating. It is clear cut that Cal Pitts is that dude. But listen to me, and listen to me good. Listen to me good. Trevor Lawrence is an exceptional quarterback. We've seen it at the highest levels at the University of Clemson, and we're going to see it in the National Football League. At least these boys could have been both 81s. I mean, a 78 and an 81 wide the gap. Why the gap? It shouldn't have been no gap. 81 81. No disrespect to Cal Pitts. No disrespect to the Florida faithful out there who probably ready to rip me apart hanging on every word that I'm saying about Pittsy. But I don't have no problem with Pitts, man. I just fully believe Trevor Lawrence should have got a little bit more respect than what he got. All right, man. So we're going to call in our college, um, excuse me, our NFL correspondent. We're going to call in our Jaguar correspondent, Rashad Robinson. Haven't heard from him in a while.
3: What's up, D? Rashad, what's good? What's going on, man? Talk to y'all boys in a minute. What's for going sure, on, Blake? Man. For sure, you good?
2: I'm good, man. I'm hey, good. Good, man. Good to hear you from you, man. Good to talk to you, man.
3: It's about that time, Rashad. It's about that time, man. About that it's time. It's almost that time. We got five weeks. You we got yeah, five yeah. weeks to the season start. You got, oh, what, two weeks to preseason? Yes, well, sir. For the Jaguars. You got a game on Thursday, but. Yes, sir. I mean, we here, man. We here. All right, Black. Excuse me, Black.
2: Back again in the building, Rashad. He just Rashard. What's up,
3: man? Hey, what's going on, Black? All right, man. Good to hear from you, man. We've been missing you, man. Yeah, man, I miss y'all boys too, man. Y'all sure. like, hey, but you know it's it's gonna be from here
2: on out, basically. Sure. So yes, sir. sir. We for finna sure. get it going. Yes, sir. All right, Rashad, man, we're gonna wet the whistle a little bit. Talk about some football, man. So I got two questions for you. So we're gonna talk about the Madden rankings. But first, man, I want to get your take on something that took place this, uh past week, man, down at the Jacksonville Jaguars training camp. And I want to know if you were um if you were made aware of this potential uh this ghost this mythical uh thing that took place. So, Rashad, of course I get on my phone minding my own business, chilling at the house and I got reporters from Jacksonville saying, oh my God, Tim Tebow has caught a touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence. Oh, Oh you should have seen it. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence shifted left, he shifted right, he rolled out, caught Tebow in the back of the end zone, Tebow died for it and caught the touchdown. And I was like, wow, hmm. I wonder, is there any footage of this? And by God, you got Trevor Lawrence out there with Tim Tebow by himself catching a touchdown pass in the end zone. (laughs) Hi Rashad. Can you shed some light on why is this stuff being highlighted in our local news?
3: I can shed light on it. Um, You have to understand who Tim Tebow is. Sure. And not only in the state of Florida, but especially in Jacksonville. I won't call him what he is. But we know what he is to those particular set of people. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 appreciate that, bro. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna just keep this thing pol- uh, politically correct. if you know, you know. <laughs> if you if you know, you know. So uh, by him being that, anything that he does on the football field is gonna be highlighted like this. Uh, if this was what we should be treating this as uh, an undrafted rookie free agent who Mm. just caught a touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence. We wouldn't be talking about this. Mm. But because it's Tim Tebow, uh, we have to talk about it. Mm, Correct. Uh, What I will say is this. I will give Tim Tebow this. I have not heard a peep out of him, which is good, which Mm. means that he doesn't want this attention he know he doesn't deserve this attention. Mm-hmm. They're not putting a microphone in front of his face. He's mm-hmm. not demanding for a microphone in front of his face. He really just trying to make the team. So mm-hmm. I can give him that. Okay. Um, I I I, I I'll, I'll give him that. But uh, it, the way our tight end situation is looking, man, I really think that 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 Urban is really trying to get this man to make the team because it's no reason why we should have. Man Hurts, Tim Tebow, and Mm. James O'Shaughnessy as our tight ends. Mm. That's ridiculous. Mm. That's ridiculous. Now, Mm. another thing that I will say is, um, of course, I'm a Jaguars fan. I'm a little biased. But I think the Jaguars are going to have a really, really good wide receiver room this year. Mm -hmm. Which means that I don't think they would have been thrown to the tight end anyway like that unless they had a super dominant tight end. But mm. I don't think any of those tight ends were going to garner the attention as a LaVisca Chanel, a Marvin Jones, or a DJ Chark. Um, so I don't even know if how the offense is going to be constructed. I don't know. But, I mean, it, the Tebow thing is just the Tebow thing, man. I, I, I want to know. They, they just... I want to know.
2: Does it burn your britches? I want to know, does your <laughs> stomach turn? When you flip open your phone or you look on the front of your screen and you see the local media acting like Tim Tebow is a second coming of Shannon Sharp.
3: Does it burn you? I am going to stay politically correct. <laughs> and I am going to say I that gotcha. these certain people I gotcha. you should expect <laughs> that from. I Devil. want you to go on there and I want you to check and look <laughs> and see who are the people that are reporting this. And then I want you to look and see the people who are not reporting it. And then you'll know who that reporting is for I i'm gotcha. trying to stay correct okay well we we, we <laughs> i'm we, we, trying we're not gonna drag you down
2: to the pond anymore man we ain't gonna do that <laughs> all right rashad i just got a couple things man we had the uh 2022 uh madding nfl ranking uh player rankings come out i got a atrocious uh, oh okay ooh. atrocious okay man. okay well oh, let's go ahead and start there rashad what's so atrocious about it my guy
3: Devontae Adams is a very good receiver. Oh, oh my. Devontae Adams is elite. Devontae Adams is a top two receiver in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me mm-hmm. that you would take Devontae Adams mm-hmm. over DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. you are smoking crack. Oh, my goodness. Mm. The purest form. Period. Period. You are smoking crack. DeAndre Hopkins has never had a quarterback. I mean, as much as we like Deshaun Watson, Mm -hmm. DeAndre Hopkins has never had a quarterback Mm -hmm. like what Devontae Adams has. And I'll give you this. Every single, quote, number one receiver since uh, Aaron Rodgers has been there, Has performed like Devontae Adams. Mm. We're not gonna do this. I gotta kinda. We're not gonna do this. And I really like Devontae Adams. I'm not telling you that he should not be in the 99 club. But if you go tell me it's one receiver that's gonna be in the 99 club, it's gotta be DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. Period. I'm not. And and strictly because of quarterback play. If you put DeAndre Hopkins with that man, uh, this man was putting up numbers with Matt Schaub as his quarterback. Yeah. With, 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 with Bum, I'm talking about Bum. I'm talking about you ain't even heard of these people. He putting up 1,400, 1,500 yards. Yeah. With, with, yeah. with 15 touchdowns.
2: I mean, agreed here. We we, we we agree. We agree with you. I mean, I don't have anything else to really add to that. <laughs> but do you feel like the season that Devontae had last year, because that's what they go off, Rashad. They go off what these players did last year. Do you just feel mm-hmm. the season that uh Devontae Adams had would at least give him the respect to give him that number one receiver type uh nod being in the 99 club?
3: I can put him in the 99 club as long as you put DeAndre Hopkins okay. in the nine and nine club. I'm cool. That's 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 what I'm saying. I got you. I got you. That that's what that's all. I I'm not. I'm not telling you that Devontae Adams. Sorry. Come on. I'm no. Not no. No. I it. know. I know what you're saying. All. All I'm saying is the best receiver in the NFL and has been for probably the last five years is DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. And no, it's not no, even close to me, simply because of the numbers that he put up with the quarterbacks that he played with. No argument, man. No <laughs> argument. No argument. I mean, I know it's a
2: sensitive. It is, it's it a, is. it's a sensitive it's thing.
0: Right. He hit it on the head, bro. Like, think about just the court just the trash quarterbacks he's played with. He's played with as as Rashad say Matt Schaub And then I think he had some freaking guy. Man, I can't even he played. Brock Oswaller, he, he, he was a thousand on, yard receiver. Man. He was a thousand yard receiver, ten touchdown guy
3: with Brock Osweiler, my boy. Come on, man. Oh, we can't. We can't. We can't do like. And and I mean, I know people respect DeAndre, but like, DeAndre needs to be like one of the first players to get put in the Hall of Fame while he in the league with the stuff that he done did. <laughs> <laughs> Just put the man in the Hall of Fame, like, dog. No, we sorry, man. I'm sorry. Oh, we had so Brian Hoyer so that winning. you had to go
0: through this. <laughs> i uh, feel hear you. He had Brian Hoyer as well. I
3: mean, you're right, Brian Rashad. Brian
2: Hoyer, dog. Like, right. come on, man. You're right, bro. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, no no arguments, no contesting, no anything anything you had to say. All right, Rashad. So, two things, man. Me and Black just got finished talking about it. So, they had a rookies list, man. So, I want to know, man. I know you might be kind of in the crossfires here due to the fact that you are a Florida Gator faithful. You are a super fan of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you are one of the major admirers of one sunshine, the blue eyed angel, Trevor Lawrence. Now they have Kyle Pitsey, an 81 overall, as the top rookie on Madden, and they have Trevor Lawrence as a 78 overall, as the second best rookie out of this class. Do you agree? With the rankings and how do you feel about Pitts and Lawrence where they rank? Uh,
3: I hmm. keep it real now. Ain't no, well, you, uh, no. No, no, I no, I am. No, 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 no I'm what, what I'm, I'm. I'm trying to figure out how I want to say it. Uh huh. Because if you want to talk about like pure dominance, like I don't even think we ever seen no junk like what Kyle Pitts was doing last year, like. What pitch was doing last year and the year prior too, like people don't like people knew who he he didn't just come out of nowhere. People knew who he was coming into the season. But the season that this man was having last year was just like he literally opened up everything for our offense. Do I think that he's going to be a better pro than Trevor Lawrence? No. I don't think I I, want to know. I I don't know. I want to know. Coming into this year, Rashad,
2: don't take me down no memory lane, bro. I don't, I don't, have, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> oh, I don't have a problem okay, with it. Okay,
3: so you have, telling I me I don't have a problem with you it? You telling
2: no. me you cool with Kyle Pittsie being an eighty-one overall, being the number one rookie on in this class on Madden, and Trevor the Blue-eyed Angel Lawrence, the second <laughs> coming of the most holiest quarterback of all time. <laughs> <laughs> At a seventy-eight, Rashad, you telling me you are fine with that gap of a eighty-one
3: and a seventy-eight with Lawrence and Pitsy? I mean, you you know what? Here's the thing: I don't play Madden, mm-hmm. so is that is that like supposed to be like a super wide gap? Yes. Three points? Yes. yes. Okay. Well then, well then, no. You know, because me is just it's, sound, it's just sound like three points. It'll be like. You know, if Lebron scored if Lebron score twenty eight and AD score thirty one, I'd be like, oh, I mean, Lebron's still great. Like, no, you no, me? you know it's what I'm si- saying? But that's significant. If it's significant, then no, no, he's not significant. He's not. He's not like so far and away better prospect or whatever than Trump. No, he's not. Okay. I, like I said, I, I don't I don't play Madden, so I didn't know that like that was like a huge number. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But if that's supposed to be like this big gap, no, hell no. They 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 need to stop it. No. Hey, Ra- no. hey
0: Rashad, I, I, I said I just told D when he uh, when we was talking about it, Trevor L- Lawrence yeah, hasn't thrown a down in the NFL, and he deserves a ninety. He deserves a ninety. I mean,
3: I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, really.
0: I I, I I think they based so it on funny. who I believe if he was on anybody else's team he probably would have had an 80 I just think the uh, NFL with anything with the Jaguars they just hate the Jaguars so they're like oh we're going to give him a 78 because he plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars you That's know how I, I was,
3: I was listening I was listening to um I had to get some guys from my lawnmower yesterday and I'm in my car just had it on Sports Talk Radio it's always on there if I'm not listening to Sports Talk Radio I'm listening to Apple Music but I'm listening to it. It was some national people and they was talking about uh, the statement that uh, Urban Meyer made to the crowd and how he just trying to turn him into a college environment and he not go last a year and he don't know what he doing. And it's like, if, if, if we go get all this from a statement of him just telling the season ticket owners, hey, y'all need to own this stadium. We tired of people coming in here and taking over our stadium. We go we go make sure we put a product on the field where y'all feel like nobody else is coming in here. This is going to be our state. How, if, if you go get that from that, that's just what you was talking about, Black. They just don't like the Jaguars. And a lot of it is they don't like them, but they don't even know anything about the Jaguars. Like nothing. All they know is the last 10 years, they suck, so they just go suck forever. And Urban Stupid and trevor's good but he can't pull that team out of nothing and I mean you know after the first month of the season maybe it'll be a different story after the first year maybe there'll be a different story but I mean I don't most national stuff I try to even stay away from man because they don't even know you know what I'm saying they can't even name three players on the Jaguars. if you mm-hmm. said don't if you said don't give me trevor don't give me etn name three players they, uh so like how, how can you even talk? I mean, so yeah, uh, I, that, that that's just that's just how I feel about that. Like, you, people talk about the Jaguars and uh, always having to empty stadium. <clears throat> don't even understand it's the smallest market in the NFL with one of the biggest stadiums in the NFL. That stadium holds 70,000 people. Most, no no, stadiums don't even hold that many people no more, unless it's the Cowboys or something like that. Like, they got a top 10 biggest stadium in the NFL and the smallest market in the NFL. So the stadium go look empty, but it's, it's constantly 60,000 people in that stadium every single week. I'm there Mm
1: -hmm.
3: (laughs) and we sucked and we still got that, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, So, I mean, that, that, that's, that's the stuff I be Like when I say they just ill-informed, they're not even here to even know. Yeah. All, hopefully hopefully all mean, that's gonna oh, yeah. change
2: here soon. Well
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
2: for sure. Well, Rashad, we appreciate you, man. Wanting to call man and wet the whistle man and start talking about this NFL talk, man. And you know, Rashad's gonna be a big, big country uh player, big uh, contributions to uh, our NFL and Jaguar segments. Uh, we got a lot of nice and special things coming out uh, on this upcoming season, man. So we want to get you on the line, yes, my sir. guy. Kind of talk a little bit of football before this thing get cranked up, man. So, Rashad, anything for your listeners, man? Before we get you out of here? Uh,
3: nah, man. Y'all just be on the lookout, man. Um, we got we got some things coming, man. Is 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 the time that we really that we really uh have been looking forward to has come. I gotta listen to y'all boys and, and see what y'all think about this whisper thing, man. Because I'm kind of it's on there. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta.
3: I, gotta I, I know. I know it's gonna be on there. And I uh, okay. <laughs> we will talk about okay. it. we will talk about <laughs> All it. All right, y'all. All, All right, right, man. man. All right.
2: Yes, yeah. oh, yeah, sir. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. So that was uh, all <laughs> Jaguar NFL correspondent Rashad Robinson, man. You're going to be hearing from Rashad a lot throughout this NFL season, man, covering the Jaguars, covering the NFL, even get his takes on the Florida Gators, what they got going on in college football. All right. So nice to hear from Rashad, man. All right, man, we're going to wrap up NFL real quick. Got some preseason and Hall of Fame game this Thursday night. Cowboys, Steelers coming up this Thursday night on Fox. Probably get to see a lot of the rookies play, a lot of undrafted players say, but hey, Football's on your screen. Yeah. It'll be good to turn on your TV and have the game on, man. So, we'll be looking forward to that. And then you got two weeks of preseason uh, coming up after that. And then uh, we'll be ready for game time, man. Mm-hmm. We'll be ready for game time uh, with you, the NFL. You know when you get to August, my boys. it's yes, sir. It's
0: right around the corner. Um, it's, all around football, the corner. NFL, yeah, it's all it's around the corner. College football, NFL. It's all around ramping back up, man. Once you... For me, once you see uh training camp live and all the specials, that's all I watched last week, Deep was training camp live. Yeah. You know, my my I was glued to, to that on TV. I didn't watch much much more anything yeah. other than that, man. But I'm excited about football season and the things we finna do for football season, man. I'm looking forward to them. And I know our listeners and our supporters are they gonna enjoy it as well. And speaking of training camp, man, Carson Wentz. Oh no, man.
2: Carson Wentz is hurt again. New team, first day of training camp, down goes Carson Wentz with a apparent foot injury and is reportedly out indefinitely. Now I have a few words to say, Black, about Carson Wentz. Do I have anything personal against Carson Wentz? No, Carson Wentz could be a fine young man out here. Carson Wentz has a lot of talent. We've seen the talent from Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has flamed out one too many times. Mm. One too many times Frank Wright Head coach of the Colts Carson Wentz Had the most success With him That Philadelphia Eagles Year where they won A Super Bowl And Carson Wentz Was the MVP front runner But Frank Wright Did you push all your chips To the table One too many times Frankie Mm. Huh? Is Carson Going to be able To give you What you need In Indianapolis Let's keep it real The Colts are a playoff team They were a playoff team Last year with Phillip Rivers. Yes, they were. And was one drive away from knocking off Buffalo in the first round of the playoffs. Yes, sir. They have the defense. They arguably have the best offensive line in football. They have a stout run game. They're getting some young nice players on the outside. What is going on with Carson Wentz? Do you believe that Carson Wentz is going to raise you up out of the dumps and get you past the first round of the playoffs? This man is what you call injury prone. The man had a non-contact foot injury. Was he not taped up? Mm. Did he not stretch enough? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did, what did he not do? Did the, tra- do the training staff need to be fired? Did he not really pass his physical? What is the problem? I am, you know, I, 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 I'm losing patience with, with Mr. Wentz. Now, hopefully I'm just blowing this out of proportion and he's not, you know, uh, seriously injured. He can't return back to practice and, and get right with his team. But what in God's green nerf is happening that you roll out of your bed, put on your practice gear, put on your cleats, and go out there non-contact, catching the ball from your offensive coordinator, you drop back and uh-huh. Your foot give out. Six foot four, two hundred and forty pounds for what? (laughs) Frank Wright, I think you're a very good ball coach. But sir, a lot is on the line for you, sir. Mm. Cause if this doesn't work, y'all gave Philadelphia a nice package to get Mr. Wentz in Indianapolis. And hopefully I'm not blowing this out of proportion. But when I saw it come across my timeline, I just was like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Get the man some icy hot. Get the man some new spat. Tapers ankles upright. Maybe he don't need to be in the sweet cleats no more. Maybe he need to be in the offensive line cleats <laughs> to help give him some protection. Black, do you have anything on the, the 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 freak non-contact injury of Carson Wentz?
0: Yeah, man. I just Frank Wright, man. I, I it sucks for him, man. He's he's built a, a good team in 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 Indianapolis, man, great offensive line, as you said, uh, great defense. And the only thing that's always been missing for them has been quarterback. You know, they've been going year to year with quarterbacks. And now you you did put all your eggs in one basket with Carson Wentz, and he's once again let you down. I don't know if you realize the years that he had in Philadelphia when he tore his ACL every year after that, he's let Philly down. He's been hurt every year after that at some point in time in the season. So I don't know exactly what the deal was with that. But look, man, this man is out indefinitely with a foot injury. And the Colts in Tennessee was, as they say, were going to battle it out for the AFC South this year. And now you have to put your hopes in hope that Jacob Easton, Jacob Easton is your second stringer. You got to hope that he's, he's able to do something on the football field and, and keep his team above water until you can get Carson Wentz back. Hmm. To throw your eggs in one basket, man, uh that's not a good look. That's good. You talk about you gave up what first rounders for this guy? And you got nothing. Basically, you have you have nothing right now until he comes back. But they say he declined surgery, so I'm guessing whatever it is, he plans on playing through it. We'll see. But man, this this, this is his career now, ever since the ACL tear when he was having one of his best years in, in, in the NFL. It's been injury after injury after injury after injury. I knew it was real. Uh, the last year they made it in the playoffs with, uh, for Philly when he went out because of migraines or something. He had a head hit or something against uh, Seattle when he couldn't come back. I was like, "Oh wow, oh wow." So I don't know, man. Hopefully, I feel bad for the Colts because the Colts have a really nice team. Hey, I'm not. I'm not mad because you know I'm picking my Jaguars to beat them now that this happened. So uh <laughs> hey man, but I'm I'm uh Frank Wright, I'm really Frank Wright, they they did literally put their eggs in, in one basket and Nas coming back to haunt them, D.
2: Yeah, I didn't even know he was offered surgery. I didn't mm, even know. He didn't so, take the surgery. He so, declined so, surgery. So he so he must have told something up and I bought a foot put on the sock. <laughs> he must have he must have <laughs> broke some type of bone tying his shoelaces going out for practice. And I ain't making fun of the man being hurt, but man, come on. This was non-contact. He had no pads on. There was nobody around. He was not touched. So what is this? Like, by God. And I don't dislike Mr. Wentz. If you just so happen to hear this, I don't dislike you, sir. But not only myself, my man's black and the whole football world want to know, what's up with you, bro? Do you need to go vegan? Like, do you need to give up cheese and mayonnaise and, and, and I mean, what is what's going on? Do you need a little bit more electrolytes? What is it that Mr. Wentz needs to stay on the field? Because we've seen a pretty good quarterback at times. But now we're sitting at a dude who probably going to miss all of training camp. Mm -hmm. And possibly got to run out there and play week one against whoever they play and get their brains beat in. (laughs) And the Colts fan base don't deserve this. They don't. This is a very good football team that's a quarterback away. A quarterback away. So, yeah, man, we just had to shine some light on Mr. Wentz real quick. All right, so that's going to wrap up NFL, man. Some things we didn't get to, but we'll get to it real quick. Fantasy League. The Sports Test Fantasy League is coming. It is coming. We are setting it up. Please be ready for details on the Fantasy League in the next week or two. We'll be rolling everything out. Yes, it's going to be a massive league once again. 18 teams in the league. We're going to have very, very... Um, we're going to have some different type of rules this time around. But I don't even know this. So I'm going to tell them. But we're going to have some different rules uh, with the league this year. We know the waiver wire gets challenging. We know a lot of things get challenging when you get injuries. But, hey, we'll see what's going on. But we will have prizes. We will have all that. So Massive Sports Desk League. We'll be sending out the invitations to people who finished in the top five last year. You will get your invitation. Of course, Black was the winner mm. of the RL Sports Desk League mm. last season. All right, and Black will not uh, go back to back yes, he uh, in this fantasy uh, draft. So it is coming. People have texted me. They have tweeted me. They want to know if the fantasy league is a go. Yes, it is a go. We'll be rolling out more details in the next week. two weeks all right so that's going to wrap up our nfl coverage we're going to stop by the wwe and simply want to know what the hell is going on in the wwe Alright Black, let's get into it man, and unfortunately Black, I'm getting ready to play something that we probably are never going to play again Black, and it's very very unfortunate, I have a mouthful that I want to get off here, but... (coughs) You know if for old times' sake, man, we ain't played this one in a while. You know, if I still got it on here.
1: We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end.
2: black i'm out with the family chilling man doing my thing out here man just enjoying my saturday i look down at my phone man and i see the alert i see that the wwe has released bray wyatt released i read this over and over again and i said what do they mean release Is this a ploy because The Fiend is just The Fiend now and there's no more Bray Wyatt? What is this? And then I opened up the article, man, and I see it, man. The main line says that The Fiend and WWE clashed on creative differences. Now, what exactly could that possibly mean? Now, for one, Bray Wyatt was the hottest attraction that WWE had in years. We haven't had a pop of a brand new act in WWE probably since The Shield. When you got Roman, Seth, and Dean Ambrose when they were making their run. They were brand new to the scene and they made a pop. Those guys branched off all those guys, former world champions. Dean Ambrose has moved on to AEW. Roman Reigns is the man right now in WWE. He's the man in wrestling. There's no one better than Roman Reigns right now. Seth Rollins is beyond talented. Seth Rollins is a staple in wrestling culture right now. And he is top three best in the world in the ring right now. But <laughs> Bray Wyatt's Fiend character topped all of them at one point. We were on the edge of our seats. We were mesmerized at the things that Bray Wyatt was able to come up with with that Fiend character. And for the WWE to release him on creative differences, I want more info, Triple H. <laughs> I want more info, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, Shane O'Mac, Stephanie McMahon, more. We're not going for just old no, cre- no, 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 no. First of all, I ain't going to lie to you, Black. I saw this coming. You want to know why? Because when The Fiend lost the Universal Championship the way that he lost it to Goldberg, mm-hmm. was puke-worthy. It was. And then he goes away and comes back, wins the title again, and then you let Roman Reigns come back on him and beat him in a piss-poor triple threat match against Braun Strowman. Disgusting. Why didn't we get a Roman Reigns in The Fiend feud? Why didn't they have a program with each other? Mm. You let Reigns come back and capitalize off the Fiend? I didn't like that. And then he goes away again. Then he comes back. Looks like he's roaring back in the form with his Randy Orton beef. Bringing Alexa Bliss by his side. Re-engaging the fans. We're now into him. Let's not forget about the match he had with John Cena last year. By God! (laughs) How entertaining was that? Mm Mm-hmm. Then he goes and does the Randy Orton thing. Randy Orton burns him alive. You bring him back and this mummy looking for him. It was cool to see. And then he goes away again after Lesser Bliss turns on him. And now he's out of the WWE for good. The Fiend should have still been Universal Champion to this day. Mm-hmm. The possibilities with the Fiend were endless. You got Drew McIntyre out there. You got Seth Rollins who you can still go back and forth with. That's how we knew of him through Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns is out there. Bobby Lashley is... There are so many different variables that The Fiend could have had creative work with. But now he's gone? WWE has lost a significant amount of talent. I still don't know why Braun Strowman was cut. Mm. What is going on, Paul Levesque? For who don't, for all that I don't know, that is Triple H's real name, Paul Levesque. <laughs> Shane O'Mac, Vincent Kennedy. We need answers because this is terrible. This hurt me, man. This was my guy. Ain't nobody been promoting a fiend like me. Nobody. And now he's gone for what? Creative differences? That's poppycock. Like, do you have anything to expound on this disgusting news of Bray Wyatt being released?
0: Well, this is one of the things I was talking, one of the bonehead things I was talking about from Triple H, Stephanie, uh, Stephanie McMahon, and and Shane O'Mac and the Big Boss Man, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. You do not drop talent like the fiend Bray Wyatt. You do, you 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 just don't do that like. I wasn't a fan at first of Bray Wyatt, but he grew on me as time went. He grew on me. And I started like, I'm like, oh, man, I love what they are doing with him. If, I, if I'm liking it, I know it's a lot of people out here that like the whole Bray Wyatt. Love. Loved it. You know, I know you loved it. And just to drop the ball like this, man, and we were sitting on episodes, and you can go back and listen, talking about the different scenarios of uh, who the Fiend could face. One of them was Roman Reigns. We was like, oh, man, we could see... The Rock coming back to face the Fiend at some point, or him and The Rock having something, or you know, just different scenarios because he was just that big. And man, not to be in the WWE no more, man, it sucks, man. WWE, you've been put on notice. You've dropped the ball again. My goodness, my goodness, you have dropped the ball again. And you know what we get? We get a women a women's match at Rolling Loud, and it was no clapping after the match. They wasn't there to see a wrestling match. They wanted to hear music. <laughs> they didn't want to see a wrestling match at Rolling Loud. But you drop Bray Wyatt. WWE, what are you doing? Look, look, look Looks like to me, D, they just trying to make the, uh, the, the most money that they can. The most money they can. Whatever's not... Whatever they feel like now is going to make them money, not what works for the WWE and what the fans like, they're going with what's going to make money. And I guess Bray Wyatt, well, he's not making it. He might be a fan favorite, but he's not making much money for us. Which is dumb. But we're going to take, we're going to go to Rolling Loud. You know who those fans would have cheered for
3: at
2: Rolling Loud if the lights were going loud? Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's crazy, man. D, I don't understand. I'm at a loss. Bray Wyatt, you know what, D? You said something. You said the AEW doesn't have that guy. Man. This could be their opportunity. Yeah, you're right, man. To have that guy. You're to right. To say, I'm the man. Yeah. We're going to have this... W- that could raise them up. Yeah, man. And then you have to pay attention. Yeah. Even though us us being wrestling fans, we pay attention to ACW. AEW. But yeah. not I mean AEW. But if they get a Bray Wyatt, we're even forced. a Braun Strowman. We're forced. We're forced to pay attention now. Yes. So I'm hoping that AEW was on the phone like yesterday after this news drop. Given whatever he Jericho. Wants. Uh, Cody, uh, what, Tony Khan what, what, Cody Rhodes Tony Khan Cody Rhodes Whatever you gotta do To get this man in the building You need to do it Today I will pay top dollar To drive down to that stadium To go see Bray Wyatt <coughs> <coughs> Me and D Will pay top yes. dollar To go see Bray Wyatt At AEW Yes Especially if you keep The Fiend uh, act, yeah. uh I mean his Fiend Uh type thing I'm paying to see that Yeah this is an opportunity for the AEW to cash in. And they can do it with getting Bray Wyatt over there. And WWE will see, man, we shouldn't have let this man go. Man, the things that we could have did with this guy. Yeah. So, that's why I met with it, D. WWE, you have put on notice, you have dropped the ball by releasing Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. The Fiend.
2: Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't understand it, but Black is right. I'm going to echo Black's words and sentiments. AEW needs that guy. They have a lot of great talent over there. CM Punk could possibly be on his way. But if you need an attraction, an attraction is Bray Wyatt. I don't know how much of the character that Bray Wyatt owned, because you see a lot of guys these days, they own their own name. They can leave WWE and take their own name with them. Dean Ambrose wasn't able to do that. Cause he didn't own his name, but like Roman Reigns, he owns his name. Seth Rollins, they own their name. So if they leave WWE, they could go ahead and go that way. That's why you see Chris Jericho and Cody Rose. I mean, that's their name. They own it. So maybe, uh, ho- hopefully Bray Wyatt owns some of the fiend, uh, uh, gimmick. And that would be great, man. But I'm still at a loss for words. Creative differences don't sit well with me. Hopefully Bray Wyatt, he's a very transparent person. And and I and I hate to do this but this is how I really feel. You know with the loss of Brody Lee a few months ago, that was his brother. Mm-hmm. They were real life friends, real life brothers, their families, their kids knew each other. You know, that really hit him hard, you know, losing Brody Lee. And I seen somebody say it on Twitter that wouldn't it be great for him to go down and pick up the torch that Brody Lee started? with those guys down there at AEW and try to get that on the map. Because Brody Lee owns some of the steak in AEW. So his family is going to eat off AEW forever because he owns some of the steak just like Chris Jericho does, Cody Rose does, there's a few other uh, players uh, in AEW who do that. So I'm hoping we see Bray Wyatt. Again in AEW That's why I want to see him Hopefully Braun Strowman follows him as well I don't want to see him in New Japan Pro Wrestling And nothing like that Because I don't really know where I can watch New Japan Pro Wrestling I don't even know who's in New Japan Pro Wrestling You know not to say nothing against those guys But this is what we want to see So it sucks It hurt me to see that man But this is the business of what the WWE is in And I guess they feel like if they got Roman Reigns doing what he's doing And you could bring back John Cena every 16 months I guess they feel like that's enough. But that's not enough. It's not. (laughs) That's not enough. Because you know who next on that list to probably leave if you don't get right? Drew McIntyre. What's going on? (laughs) Huh? (sighs) We'll talk about that later. What's going on with Drew McIntyre? This man carried the bubble Mm. along with Roman Reigns. And this is how he's being treated. (laughs) This man is in a rivalry with Seamus and... The modern day Mahara? <laughs> this is who this man is beefing with? Jinder Mahal? <laughs> the modern day Mahaja? This is despicable!
1: <sighs>
2: so, yeah. WWE got some issues, man. They better get it together before the next time we look on our phones, Drew Back and Tiger's out the door too. Who we got the rivalry with me? The bottom day Mahalara. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Good God, oh. man. Oh, it's so... <sighs> oh, man. All right, man. So SummerSlam is around the corner. It's building up. John Cena Roman Reigns is official for the Universal Championship. The ball, she is back, Sasha Banks. I loved it. I love how she returned. Yeah, me too, Came to Bianca Belair's aid to later turn around and stab in the back, hit her with the bank statement, and uh, she's back in play. You're going to get Banks, you're going to get Bianca Belair at SummerSlam, and I hope Sasha gets that belt back. I think Bianca's had a nice run, but you need Sasha. You do. You need her. And I think she's been great. I think WWE has built up Bianca Belair, and she's going to continue to trend.
0: Her flame kind of It's kind of flaming It's kind of yeah, coming down it's coming, coming down You yeah. need
2: Sasha back To take that back You need yeah. to take it back Alright so That's gonna wrap up Our wrestling coverage We'll be talking more About same As it inches closer The card is wrapped You know Seeming like it's gonna be A nice solid card You got some mm-hmm. nice storylines And things going on But by God Just the mere fact That the <laughs> Will be taking on Drew McIntyre Is poppycock And that's all I'm gonna say About that All right, we're going to get into some other news. We're going to get out of here, man. We're well over our two hours, but hey, it be like that sometimes. All right, what we got, what we got, what we got? All right, just a couple of things in other news. First at the gate, Amanda Nunez, the lioness, the greatest female fighter of all time, Uh, pound for pound, one of the goats of the sport period in MMA history. She is out of UFC 265. She was set to defend a featherweight championship against uh, uh, Pena, excuse me, forget her names, Uh, forgive me for that, but uh, uh, Miss Pena, hey, what's her name? Alex I can't Julia Pena. Julia Pena. Julia Pena, yeah. Julia Pena. She was set to defend the 145 title against her. That is not going to take place at 265. Rematch date will come at a later date. Kobe Covington gets his rematch against the very best in the business. Mm. Kamaru Usman, part two, New York City, Madison Square Garden, UFC 268 will be on fire. Stat card, Gaethje versus Chandler is building up to be one of the epic cards of this year. But Black... Part two of possibly one of the greatest fights we ever seen. Usman
0: Covington is coming. How do you feel about that, man? Oh man, I'm excited about it, man. It's gonna be, (laughs) it's gonna be to be continued. Yeah. We get ten rounds of this, man. Yeah. We get ten rounds of this. Yeah. Man, this fight is, it's gonna be a war again. Yes, it will. We seen, (laughs) we seen. uh, Man, I'm forgetting names. Covington. Covington. We seen Usman, man let this be his first defense and we've seen this guy come from from being hurt potentially being able almost being taken out by Covington and <laughs> retain his belt in devastating fashion in devastating fashion and we've seen Kamar Usman get better with each fight have we 10. ever
2: ever since they still looking for uh, your boy Soul out here in Jacksonville Oh man
0: and we haven't seen much of Covington
2: we haven't he's, seen. He's much. had one fight he since has, losing. He's to had Usman. one fight and Robbie Lawler.
0: Man, and he looked good. He looked good, and I pray this is a great fight. Yeah, me but too. Could D? Could we be seeing? Could we be seeing Usman make another statement this year? I mean, against Covington. Yes. Because it's how active he is. Yeah. He's one of the most active champs that we have in yeah. the in, in, in the UFC. Yeah. So and and I just you just gotta thank man with this rematch. We knew it was going to happen. We yeah. know Covenant is going to be game. Yes, he is. I just think I just think Usman's going to come into this fight and be very dominant. Yeah. But if a war breaks out, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm same, cool with it, same. D. Yeah, Usman is on another level. He's on a tear. He's making significant
2: statements in all of his fights. Mm-hmm. What he did to Gamebred, Jorge Masvidal, dear Lord, he's still shaking me. <laughs> the police are still looking out for Jorge Masvidal's soul in the Jacksonville Veterans Memorial Coliseum. They're still looking for him. They ain't found him yet. Mm. But let me tell you something. No matter how you feel about Kobe, Kobe Covington personally, because uh, I got my thoughts on the guy, but as a fighter, mm. he's one of the best in his business. And Usman will have his hands full. Yes, he will. This is set up to be a war. Covington will not quit, and he will not stop. Usman's going to have to take him out like he did the first time, and I'm hoping we get a fantastic a fantastic fight between these two in Madison Square Garden all right uh let's see last on the list my guy Chubb Rock Chubb Rock all right running back from the Cleveland Browns got his money Chubb Rock got a three-year extension 36 million 20 million dollars guaranteed okay nice pay extension for Chubb Rock he did not make it to the end of his rookie deal the Cleveland Browns value what he brings to the team and they should they should. Cleveland has probably the best offensive line in football. Yep. Best running game in football. Baker Mayfield and the Browns are set up for success this year. Yes, Very are. good head coach Stavansky. Chubra got that money. Happy, happy, happy for him. Alright. All right, That's pretty much going to wrap up this episode of the Sports Desk with me and Black. Hope you guys enjoyed everything. Shout out to our NFL and Jacksonville Jaguar correspondent Rashad Robinson calling in and chit-chatting with us, man. It's almost that time. Football season is here. Football season is here. We are very, very excited. Sports is getting ready to take off. Remember, special edition free agency NBA happening at the end of this week. And of course, if any other breaking news or anything comes out that we need to do a special edition for, you guys will get it. Me and Black will be one of the first to the party talking about big news in the world of sports. All right. So, my name is Deirdre L. Hicks Jr., one a half of you, a sportsologist. You guys be safe, take care of yourselves. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at that name, Dedrick Hicks Jr. Let's talk some sports. If you agree or you disagree, it don't matter. Hit your boy or black. where can they find you?
0: Yeah, y'all can find me at uh, Black Enl3 on Instagram and Twitter. One half of your sportsologists here in the building. We appreciate all the support and the love that y'all show us, man. We got a lot, of, a lot more great things coming y'all way, man. So y'all be on the lookout for that.
2: Yeah, so so you guys take care of yourselves. Please be safe. Stay safe, everybody. Stay safe out right there. We'll be talking to you guys very very soon. All right.
0: Hey, bro! You listening to the
2: sports no. desk? Hey, this is Lunch Sports, no. man. Come on now. No. No.
1: No. New sports desk.